Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo! Yayo Talk Show! Don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Kayla. Don't They talk about the show, this group of four friends. Been going for a million years, there's no end. Watching every arc and saga, no sleep. It's the king of anime. 1,000 episodes deep. Yayo, 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 Talk Show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on Vine. What's up, wenches, privateers, non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast on the Grand Line, Turnat. Let's introduce you to the crew. First, the captain of the Kruno Pirates, Molly D. Simpy. Hello. Hello, it's Molly. (laughs) Then we've got Wild Feelist, Caden Jensen. Oh, God. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello. And then we've got the Wafborg, Al McQuelland. Ooh, that was hard. Ooh, it's me. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, and thanks to the uh, completion of the last arc, I would like to introduce myself as the Internet's gentleman, Mark Bidonico. Welcome to the show, everybody. We have achieved our final forms. I was wondering if you were gonna if you were gonna go with the bonesman that I dubbed you in Discord, but your thing oh, is I better. Thought, I thought we had a oh eh, go, well go he, he's, he's he's the gentle mark. <laughs> I mean, there was like five options, like the humming mark, the gentleman the, mark, the, the bonesman the, mark, the bonesman. The bones told me. There was like, a, there's like, Brooke has a lot of uh, different nicknames. Nope. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bone turnets. <laughs> no. Okay. No. No. Oh, that's such a good meme, though. The oh, bone turnets. So Mark B. Donick. No, wait. The, the no, bone turn. The bone turnets. Gentleman. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Your middle initial is B for bonesman. Right, Mark Bones Mendonica. <laughs> yeah. Bonesman. Yeah, the internet's the internet's gentleman, the internet. Mark Bones Mendonica. Yeah, Mark, Mark Bones Mendonica. The internet's gentleman, Mark Bones Mendonica. I think See, that's it. That's why I that's it. It's so long. It wouldn't have been Discord. I shortened it to Bonesman. Just have center just, just justified text on that wanted poster. It'll be good. Uh, Bone yeah. internet. Anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome, to, <laughs> no! welcome to today's show. Uh, we, y'all, can you y'all? like you want to talk about 
uh, hitting, I mean, not necessarily the, the, the midpoint, but we've reached a new frontier. We are past double digits. <gasps> yeah. What That's the hell? Uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome to episode 300, 300. Of, of, of Yayo Talk. That's oh, us. God. We're in That's triple us. digits, baby, for no reason other than to do it. Um, we've... So, None of us went to math school. <laughs> no, as, as we just discussed before the show, there really only one of us went to math school, which is school in general. Um, and the answer won't surprise you. But what? The, oh, come on! You're being what? mean to everybody! Including you, could, you could have stayed it's silent. It could have been a surprise. Yeah, what do you mean? It could, it could have been a surprise. <laughs> well, yeah, I, fair. I went to art school, man. He's right on the money. <laughs> Look, I'm a theater major. What what else? What do I got other than you know what? Yeah, hold on. Uh Molly, you went to art school. Mark, you're a theater major. Al. I also went to art school. Okay, you yeah. also went to art school. Take that uh, how you will. Uh <laughs> Kaden, what what age did you graduate college? What age did you graduate college? I went to college. I went to college. Uh 15. Yeah. Oh, guess, you were serious. Went to math school. I'm you mentioned serious, that yeah. earlier, and I thought yeah. you were being facetious, but no, you really didn't no. go to college. I, yeah. I went to college. I, I, yeah, I, when you were in middle school, Molly, I was I was in college. I was. I thought you were I, just like ragging no, on Bill Nye. No. This is how Molly dies. I, my, I, I got a I got a split. It was a uh, business finance leaning into accounting. And then uh, mathemat- uh, ed- <laughs> advanced <laughs> mathematics and education. Um, uh, I will say this uh, again because I don't. I don't think I've actually said this on the One Piece podcast. But when I was favoring those two things, I was recruited by the FBI. All right, to... all right, and now they're listening. Great. <laughs> Listen, I've been on their. Li- I've been on their roster since like I was 13, 14 years old. And they just added us to it. Because I'd love to see more reviews from people across the board. And hey, if you're leaving reviews on the international uh, iTunes store, we can't read them. So please copy and paste your reviews onto uh, onto social media, uh, uh, you know, on Twitter so we can read them there. That'd be extra lovely. Your setup implies that international intelligence organizations are also (laughs) listening in. Yes. That way, your international agent can talk to our FBI agent. I will. What about Scotland Yard? I will say this: uh, they were going to have me do forensic accounting, and it was basically what that essentially means is I would go to other countries and then take a look at things to see where bad shit was going down. Mm, Yeah, and then basically be you know it's like, hey, this is where people are lying to you know the country, and I said, well, I don't want to have anything to do with the government, so. No, thank you. Uh, and here I am, a pirate. Uh, which, <laughs> I mean, that scans, right? Yeah. On brand. Mm-hmm. That's pretty on brand. Uh, uh, funny you should bring up iTunes, Caden. Because uh-huh. we have a <laughs> brand new... I gave you the world's best segue. And you really you did. You dropped the buggy ball so hard. <laughs> and, it, and it exploded. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, we do have a new iTunes review from Yay. Jamie Lee, who on Twitter is at, at Frigga Loves You. Yeah. Yeah, nice. uh, they've been they've been leaving a lot of responses and, and commenting, uh, but it's a five star review. <gasps> and I uh, love it. If you love One Piece, you'll love yeah, this yeah, podcast. Yeah. 
but he, but check it. Listen to this. Listen, listen to this. Mm-hmm. After Caden had Molly on Stay Zen, and they talked about Yayo Yag talk show, I had to check it out. I listened to the first couple of episodes and decided to actually give One Piece a go. I yeah. started watching on May 20th, 2021, and as of August 1st, I am on episode 567. Oh my Yo, god. Yo, let's go, baby. Oh, Welcome. Jamie, way to go. Way to go, girl. Thank you. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the crew. The chemistry of the Crudo Pirates is undeniable, and you can really tell that all four of them are just fantastic friends. They do an incredible job of summarizing arcs or movies and talking about all of the emotional beats and tropes that are found throughout. I highly recommend this fantastic podcast. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have more One Piece to watch. Ciao. That's awesome. Grazie, Jamie. Jamie's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. She she's always uh, in the RTTV chat while uh, while everybody's doing doing their their live broadcasts. You know, Jamie Jamie's there giving everybody support. So thanks, Jamie. I love that. Like, may the wind be at your back. Whenever anybody starts One Piece, it's it's always like you got to mark the date for when you start, and then it's like what like episode are you on by like two months later and it's everyone's like i feel like that's like i mean like mark and al had the same mentality in college like binging like just binging to get through it caden too i mean my binging to get through it was 300 episodes mm-hmm. not <laughs> a thousand yeah it's it's a taller order but you know it's also kind of worth it so i, I had to watch one piece when Caden was going to college, I was probably on maybe Skypea. It was like coming out weekly, monthly, mm-hmm. serially. So I like cereal. I, I have to, I, I've been reading One Piece for a long time. Yeah, I, and I can't believe it, it's a weird thing. In like the as old days, we only had a couple hundred chapters. To we read. had the four kids. They told us <laughs> we only had we- four kids. <laughs> like that's not even a joke like really <laughs> it was just it was just four kids on the crew and now it's seven oh god thousand. kaden what we're four kids on the crew <gasps> what was that sound i loved it uh that was a ghost leaving molly's body <laughs> <laughs> the curse has been lifted you said the you said the magic words. The the gilf curse will never be lifted. <laughs> oh god. That's Whoa. not a curse. <laughs> I, I, I was about to type something and I almost typed in gilf instead. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> There's ca- oh there's Catholic guilt and there's Catholic gilf. We're gonna talk about one of those oh, things no! today. Um <laughs> Wow. Why are they both or Catholic? How, or how one begets the other? <laughs> the, oh, uh, the answer may surprise you. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, what seg- <laughs> is that the segue? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, this good luck, us. It was the GILF segue into uh Caden, what episode are you on? Hey, guess what? Still at 522, but because uh, that's Molly just... hasn't given you permission to Yeah, Molly still has after not this, th- after, after this, this we recorded this episode starting this week. I'm back on my bullshit. All right. I'm scared, no. I'm scared <laughs> Wait, but I'm back time. on my bullshit. All right, all right. Oh. I brought it back with the pun. Let's do it. Let's go. I like it. <laughs> Well, that brings us to uh, leaving the, uh, what the hell was the name of the triangle? Floridian? The the Floridian triangle. That's right. The Floridian triangle. Florida's triangle. Nobody wants to be there. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. So yeah, I guess it's kind of a triangle. Anyway, I'm I'm thinking too much of it. Um, so the our first little preface. It's kind of a triangle. Um, the first little, the well, you could make three points anywhere and make it a goddamn triangle. We established who the math person was, and it's not me. It's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, sort of our preface into the Shibodi Archipelago arc is this introduction to Kami and Papagu. Uh, Papagu, however you want to pronounce the name. I think hey. I'm just going to say Starfishman. Um, <laughs> where, uh, oh, Lord. Uh, Kami's looking for help for somebody to help her friend, uh, and the and it just sort of into it just rolls into all of this. Oh, this is connected to that. This is connected to this. This is connected to that. We find out that uh, Kami's friend is Hachan from the Arlong Arc from Arlong Park. Who's uh, did we mention Kami's a mermaid? Because that's kind of important. I th- right. well, I, oh, I guess I mentioned Papik was a fishman, but he's a starfishman. <laughs> Kami is a mermaid, straight up mermaid, traditional sense of the word. And my favorite thing about Kami's introduction is it gives Sanji flashbacks to Water Seven uh, of his first experience with a mermaid. But uh, we meet Hachan. Hachan has a takoyaki stand, which seems a little goofed. Am I the only one who thinks that's a little goofed? Fish eat other fish, Mark. Fish eat other I mean, fish. It's a piggly wiggly, like. Got a pig on the sign. They probably sell pork in there. Is it is it effed up? I mean, are we assuming that Hachan <laughs> like eats the takoyaki, or is it less effed That's up that supply. he like doesn't eat? He doesn't get high off his own supply, but he eats, dishes it up for other people to eat. All right, before we get too far into this, uh, it turns out oc- octopuses are occasionally cannibals. There you go. Cool. It's fine. That makes, cool. That checks out. Go. Cannon. Great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> So we we find out that Hachan is in a bit is in a bit of trouble. Um, what's who's the the pirates that are that are goofing with him? Is it the flying fish riders or is it the it's other the, pirate the, group? The macro pirates, which we see in chapter covers previously, that they uh, like they kidnap Cami a lot, and I think they in retaliation to Cami or something, they kidnapped Hachan and then handed him over to the flying fish guys flying fish riders they're slavers right like they sell yeah the macro the macro that's right another bright and shining episode thematic episode <laughs> yeah we get to God. talk about terrible shit in the world let's go yeah. and one after uh, the other yeah um and so we have we have the macro pirates but we're also introduced to the flying fish riders and their leader duval who seems to have an issue oh. With our boy Sanji, me and, too. I mean, fair <laughs> enough. We all, so stay we all. We all got beef with Sanji. Duval's wearing this iron mask. He looks like a total badass. It was designed to be a total badass, and he takes off this iron mask, and he looks exactly like Sanji's wanted poster. Poorly drawn wanted poster. Like exactly. very important. Rip to that guy. Stung by a bee, Sanji. Such a good. I love the payoff because, like, <laughs> so, like Sanji's canceled, but like to keep having more jokes at his expense, I'll I'll take them until delicious snacks. And and so like it's kind of antagonistic, but he's like people like my beautiful face is is there instead of it like instead of your ugly mug. And Sanji has to admit that they kind of look the same, even though they don't. 
And this is where Sanji's special ability comes back into play, Molly. Which is why I was so adamant about bringing it up last time that the fact that it happens more than once, but Sanji just like kicks and re- like rearranges this guy's face to again. Gong Sanji das. knows how to draw one character, and that's uh, it's in quotation marks, handsome boy. By Shonen. By Shonen. Left side, three quarters profile. Let's yes. go. <laughs> <laughs> also, not great with eyebrows, I've noticed. No, it just kind of keeps him similar to his own. That's a honestly. that's a that's a signature. <laughs> yeah, very good at calligraphy in that one instance. <laughs> he does one swoop, and that's all he knows. Do the loop, the swoop, then you pull. But with this, <laughs> by fi- quote unquote fixing Duval's face, Duval sort of like becomes indentured to the straw hats of just like, oh, bro, we're bros now, bro. I will let's bro out, and I will I will hang out with you if you need anything just give us a call bro we're there we're there to help and from from there it's it we follow kami and papak and hachan well, go ahead he's he's so appreciative he renames his pirate crew the rosy life pirates the right rosy life pirates oh for the love of <laughs> everything's wonk. better wink wonk wonk um, <laughs> but we we finally make it to the Shibuga, the Shibodi Archipelago. Shibuga, I keep seeing Shibuti in chat, and it's messy. Shibutis. This island makes me sad. Shibutis. Damn it, Al. Shibuti Islands. Spoilers. Shibu. So much, so much happens, and we meet a lot of people. Do we meet Shaki first? At the ripoff bar. Yeah, they go to they go to the, that's right. Hachan takes them to the bar and we meet the most interesting character in One Piece. Shaki. My wife. Shakuyaku? Shakuyaku? Shakuyaku. Shakuyaku, yeah. Shaki. So so how many wives what's the count up to? How many wives? As as of, listen, okay, as of as of where we are in the episodes that we're allowed to talk about, not spoiler territory. Three? This is this is two. This is two. Oh, I was counting uh, uh, Olvia. I was, I was counting uh, Robin's no, no, no. mom. No, no, no. I, we're, we're talking only characters who are currently alive Ooh. for me. Oof. Uh, otherwise, Oof. Nico Olivia is... Oh, honey. Uh, but yes, you're, you're on the right track. But it's as, as of this <laughs> point, it's Nico Robin, my, my wife... And then I, I, I hate all of you. <laughs> I, I didn't say it. You said it with such cadence, and we just my wife. Get now I said it. Oh, there you go. And <laughs> then and then Shocky. The moment I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's really cool. And then she spoke, and then I was just like, oh come on, <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that to me. You typed in all caps, and I heard the shouting all the way from uh, Texas. <laughs> I love her so much. I love her so much. Uh, for a hundred percent, uh, like transparency here, haha, it's me. I get to make fun. Uh, uh, Shaki from the Funimation uh, dub is Elizabeth Maxwell. Yeah, she is the yeah. voice of uh, Winter Schnee in Uh-oh. Ruby, Uh-oh. Uh, amongst millions of other voices. Uh, Elizabeth is. A master Nikki of her craft. Uh, yes, of course. That's range. <laughs> um, All right, and listen. we have Elizabeth on the call. Come on in. <laughs> don't you dare! Don't you dare! Oh, <laughs> uh, don't, don't! Ooh, I would immediately also, clam up and just like. 
Bye, oh, Kaden. He's amazing. Kaden is like immediately sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I love Elizabeth Maxwell, one of my favorite voice talent of all time. She's incredible. Her range is ridiculous. She gives such powerful performances. And then I heard her in what it's like. All of you knew this was coming. All yeah. of you knew mm-hmm. this was coming. We and actually it, warned you. You know, you didn't. Re- you legitimately didn't say anything. I, was like, I said that Elizabeth voiced the most interesting character in One Piece. I don't believe you ninety percent no, of the did. time because you're always yeah. trying to like throw me off. Wait, and, and so then, why would we try to lie? You gotta look look into our eyes, Caden, because we say a whole lot when we ain't talking with our mouths. We always like, (laughs) she's getting, she's almost there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, Shockey immediately was just like, oh, she's really cool. And then it's like, oh, it's Elizabeth Maxwell. Yay! (laughs) So it was very, very pleasant surprise for me. Okay, please continue. All right, I've embarrassed myself enough. Continue, please. And that's our show, everybody. Thanks for joining us. No, no, no. Oh, no! (laughs) We did it. We'll uh, we'll talk more about about Shaki later. But we sort of go, we, we hear from her like, oh, we're like, the, the person that we're meeting up with is, uh, do, we hear from her first, is, is that it's Rayleigh first, yeah. right? They're looking for somebody to coat the ship so that they can go to Fishman Island. Because you can't just, one does not simply just show up above Fishman Island. There's like, there's there's science here to get to the You need a bubble coating engineer. Yeah, and that is her husband happens to be uh, the dude that Hot Chan knows. I don't yeah. know if it's a husband it's not, it's, as it's, much as it's just a romantic partner. Really? I think that's where they said. No. No. Really? 100%, no. Oh. Not even. It's just like they oh. have history is all they say. All they say really? is they have history. Uh-huh. I'm I, I'm going to double check this. I'll double check this later. I wonder if the English translation, they just and they're just like, oh, they're married. Like, don't worry about it. I, I swear to God, I've always <laughs> known that they were married. And I feel like that is a change. You know, in the, like they're together. I they, swear to God, the English are, translation, they make, they purposely say married to like, no questions asked. That's crazy. I didn't know in, that. In, in the subtitles and in the dub, uh, they don't mention that at all. Basically, oh. what it seems like, as far as like their relationship is concerned, is that they are not fully dependent on each other, but they trust each other enough to lean on each other. And they're like, they're familiar enough with each other that they're just like, yeah, we're, we're, you know, it's like, we're not together, but we are, we're not necessarily apart either. All right, you guys but, ready for this? You ready for this? Wink, I typed in, is Shaki married to Rayleigh? One Piece manga volume 51, chapter 498, and episode 392. Shaki calls Raylu, uh Uchi Well, who's that? Who's Raylu? <laughs> who's Raylu? What did I say? Raylu? <laughs> Raylu. Sorry, I was trying to say, like, sorry. I, I, for everybody out there, we already know I pronounce things wrong. The, I've never met... No. Rayleigh is the right... right Rayleigh is the correct Rayleigh, name. Rayleigh, yeah. I've Rayleigh. never known anybody named that, and I only know raleigh from pacific rim and so i say it like in a completely different way and i was trying to get it right sorry <laughs> um but she basically calls him somebody like a person on my household revealing that the two of them are a married couple is what the internet is telling me that doesn't mean anything a person of my household that doesn't mean nothing looking, i don't see looking. a damn ring damn i mean but they I've the lived valet. with lots of people who I would consider people of my household, but I'm not married oh, to them. Oh, Rayleigh, Rayleigh and Shaki 
uh, I was reading the wiki, found that they are actually married. I thought they were just close friends, but this is also quite unique. I don't know. I just found out. And then somebody else said that they're not married. They're not married. Revealing the two are a married couple. Right. Yeah, it's we've in the got, translation. We've got Oda on the line. Let's bring him in. Mr. Oda, <laughs> sir. Oh, oh, this, is not, this is not important at this all the, in any way. This is the thing that we have to know is, are they married? You Listen, were worried this is... that the Foxy games was going to derail us, Mark. Little did you know. Molly, Molly needs to know that her gilf is available. No, that's not it. <laughs> Molly, Molly's got a homewrecker. Listen, okay. Molly. I will listen. So Molly, Molly was ex- expecting me to to jump on this train. Molly, you're teased. Up. Ra- Rayleigh's Rayleigh's pretty. <laughs> Rayleigh Rayleigh pretty? can get it. Rayleigh can get it. Rayleigh's Rayleigh's good. All right. Well, before uh, we get into like. who Rayleigh is, we haven't really. We'll get there. We'll get there. I have a thing to say about that guy. Sorry, I'm just like a little oh, blown away because I every instance. Cause, I mean, just because, like, I just think these characters are so interesting, and they have history, and they don't tell us the history. Like, and I'm just like, we know... Uh, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I'm just like, this is blowing my mind. I mean, listen, everybody out there, marriage is not the end-all be-all. You don't have to be married to be an older couple. I'm just blown away because my information about these two characters that I always assumed they were married... That is that is the only thing I'm getting hung up on. I don't care if they are or aren't. I just think it's interesting that there's therefore a- Molly calls dibs. What I remember, <laughs> what I remember from 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 what 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 Shockey said about Rayleigh was basically that it's like, yeah, he likes he likes his women and he likes his alcohol, and it's like, and then Rayleigh also like goes off and does stuff. Like he doesn't stay in one place, but yeah, this is where Molly? he's just like. He always just ends up like hanging out uh, at uh, Shibodi with uh, with with Shaki every every so often. But he's his own person, and Shaki's her own person. But they that's also like like each other. Super and valid. That's, that's it, super, there super doesn't valid. need to be labels. They exactly. can just like you know have a relationship that doesn't necessarily have labels and has their own set of boundaries. That's that's super valid. I'm hearing what you're saying. My experience with anime in general is that sometimes there's a very pervy husband character that even though he's married sometimes he's like leering on women so when she's like when when she says that he likes his women i just took that as like she's bitching about her husband yeah but, but she like, says it's so like chill in both yeah. the the dub and the sub they're just, just like yeah it's just whatever all right Kaden, i'm reading so i'm making my own bias choices here where she's ah, like ah there it is there's the women. truth come, and the, the truth comes out really yeah. who are these women it's the difference Kaden, it's the difference between like sorry no, to quote no. harry potter here but it's the difference between dumbledore calmly asking harry did you put your name in the goblet of fire to the movie did you put your name in the goblet of fire <laughs> that's what this is so good that's really good uh, anyway, I'm sorry uh, that was like 10 minutes. Do you really? No, that's not that important. The podcast is. It's like those about... are the important moments for us. <laughs> Molly, about... I, I found I found the picture that you sent us when you asked us, "Who's this slut?" Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I found it. I found it. So I'm gonna put that in chat. But um, okay. so for... old man crosses legs from the back of the class. <laughs> the slut. Yeah, at Halloween. This fucking slut. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, make sure, uh, hey, just so we're clear, uh, parentheses affectionate. Yeah, yeah. Is, I'm not slut shaming. I'm sorry. This, this, I say it affectionately. I'm not. I'm not like these heathens aren't married and he's a slut. Oh. <laughs> I don't care. 
Really oh is hashtag slutty grandpa. Live your life, man. It's a very long hashtag, but bloody context grandpa? is important. Have I said that before? Sweaty grandpa? <laughs> slutty, slutty grandpa. Slutty grandpa. Oh, slutty grandpa. Yeah, yeah. I have said that slutty. before many times. <laughs> we meet Shaki, but we also find out that there are some world nobles on the island for whatever reason. And this is after after hearing so much about them, we finally get to see uh, these like... Uh, these people in like space outfits, they've got bubbles on because they don't want to breathe the same air as the uh, as the commoners. And it's just this really uh, like, God, I just uh, I hate them so much. Um, the worst. They are literally the worst. Um, but we also see Hachan trying to keep a low profile and tuck his arms away and, and appear, you know, the snoot doesn't do it, but the arms will um, of. Uh, trying to appear like a normal human, um, which and Papag and uh, Kami need to try to keep a low profile. As as they're discovered, uh, they end up being captured for a slave auction that is going to happen later, and we're going to go back to that. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm thinking out loud here where you said like the lips would be a dead giveaway. If he's standing next to Usa, oh, I said the the snoot, like the, snoot. the, the full snoot, full yeah. snoot. But if, like if, that guy's, if that guy's standing megaphone. next to Usopp, no one's going to question. No one's, no one's, th- no one's yeah, looking twice. Yeah, like, people look weird in in, in One Piece. But like, That's it, people look weird. Um, uh, we should note that these people with, uh, with the, oh, we're wearing bubble suits because we don't want to breathe the same air. They are the world nobles, a.k.a. the celestial dragons. And they yeah, come, they, they, yeah. they, were the, they were the world AKA nobles. A.k.a. the rich bitches. <laughs> right. They come from the only other way to get past this, this giant wall that they encountered. Because it's like, well, we're trying to go to, to Fishman Island. We can't get there. So we're trying to like, okay, how do we get on the other side of this big wall? You, well, you got to go to Fishman Island or you go to the Holy Land, Marijuana. Yeah. And uh, you don't go there, None. period, ever. No, no, no. no. Phonetically, Mary Joyzy. So if you're not a pirate, if you're not a pirate, the like the legal <laughs> commerce way, like to go through LAX to get on the plane to go, like you go through there. A lot of people, what they do is that you can't bring your ship with you. So you'll leave your ship like somewhere, cross the line and then get like a new ship on the other side, basically. Mm-hmm. But like, but that's like that's the legal way to do it. That's like they're going through, they're going through the checkpoints or whatever of this world to get through. Frankie, like, said, mer- Frankie says no. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, got a all, the pirates, all the pirates say no. They don't want to deal with the rich bitches. And also, on top of that, who who's got a base nearby? Anybody? Uh, anybody want to talk the, about the Marines? The Marines. Is this thing on? Is my is my mic backwards again? Uh, I don't I like lo- talking if, about If you want to take it, it, yeah, AMAP. If you wanna, if you wanna take <laughs> talk about the Marines, like please feel free. I mean, I don't want to. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> it's it's like you either go the legal way because you haven't done anything wrong and you have the money and the means to the money, or you take the really risky route. Like on top of like the two ways to go. One is like you just pay and be done with it. The second way is to go underneath the ocean floor to Fishman Island, which like statistically like, you know, like 85% people don't make it. Like it's a risky route already on top of that. Um, and it's just like on top of that, it's like you're you're just you're in a high, like volatile area of like you're gonna get there's just cops everywhere basically. It's like the 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 marine 
headquarters, Marine Ford, whatever you want to call it, is nearby, close to the. It's like the the rich people built their mansion in the middle of this damn route, and they're just like they're like, yeah, you got to go and through they, us. They put the precinct right in front of it. Yeah, that you know. Yeah, but yeah. it's. I mean, if you put if you take uh, Marine Ford, uh, Shibodi, and uh, New Jersey, it's like the tri-state area. <laughs> New yeah. Jersey. So what, so what? So what you're saying is basically uh, what this all is is basically the red line equivalent of gentrification. Yes, yes that was Entirely. the word I've been trying to think of this whole this time. Is the, this is the the high town area. This is like, well, this uh, this area used to belong to to uh, to other people, and it was affordable housing. What if we bulldoze the whole thing, pave over it, and build a couple McMansions, Put up a parking and, lot. and make it so <laughs> that nobody can get past here, and make it impossible for anybody but rich people to live here, and make it look like we've we've revitalized the area? I assholes. What if we take the warehouse district and make a bunch of lofts? But sell them for like four thousand dollars. The WH district. Mm-hmm. Mm, we live at the WH. Sorry, that's like I went to when I speaking of art school and I lived in Milwaukee. My art school is in the warehouse. What used to be the warehouse district, and like now since like when I've been in school, that whole area is super gentrified. Yeah, that's what happens. Yep. Yeah. It's like oh look, we're we're looking for new places to to build, and it's just like instead of like, you know actually helping other people you know what i'm not going to get into this yeah i know i'm not going to get into this you everybody knows my standpoint on this nonsense support people that's all i have to say mm-hmm. support anyway, humans not these guys these guys Thank are you. everything we hate right now it's these assholes the one percent literally the one percent and it's the the, it's they're the absolute worst and i can't wait for a moment a little bit later we're going to talk about but i want to yeah. talk about a moment of pure artistic flexing that Oda did. Mm-hmm. I've, I've mentioned this a couple times on the show. I think I've even mentioned this to Caden once she caught up. But as a goof, Oda came up with the 11 supernovas <laughs> at the last minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, was ju- he was just like... I want I want some interesting characters at this place. Let's fill this up. And he and just at the last minute, if, weeks before like these chapters, like just in developing these chapters, no long term thoughts, no nothing was just like I want some interesting people at this island, and came up with the eleven supernovas, or the concept of the eleven supernovas, which includes Zoro and Luffy. Yeah. Which and and so I want to go through. Good for, good t- for Zoro. Good for good for him. Good for him. He's included. He's he's one of the two non-captains that are uh, included in this I, list. With I know that is, it's like a, that's a huge deal. Like this is like mm-hmm. good for him. Like considering the fact that like, and, and I I say this like in, in seriousness, dude was tied to a post, arrested by the Marines when we found him, and now he is one of the most known people period and they're just like we can't touch him it's like that's awesome good for him good for you zoro and and we don't necessarily know what his reputation as a pirate hunter was but we know we have like some instances of like johnny and yusuku being like yo what's up bro and like like the idea of pirate hunters hasn't been as pervasive up to this point so we don't know where he was in like that circle there it's like mentioned in movies but that you know those aren't canon so to rise through the ranks as he has 
as this demon. Um, and also, screw you, Sanji. You might be one of the three monsters, but you're not a supernova. Bitch. Um, Yo! <laughs> when it Eat came, nerd. Spe- like looking at some of these, some of these uh, people, it it's first of all, it's wild that Oda still stuck to some historical precedents with some of these people, uh, especially as like a last minute thing. So I want to break down. I'm uh, not necessarily break down, but I just want to go through like first impressions. What Are do we, we think of this down? person? I'll not necessarily. Uh, let me let me hold on. Let me flip my chair around AC Slater style and we'll rap about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can you please turn your tricorner hat backwards? Let's, Hello, let's fellow children. <laughs> uh, speaking of children, let's talk about Capone Gang Beige. Um, <laughs> nope. Children? Wow. You didn't so go we, with kid on that one? That was the joke. Is we had oh. we have somebody that could turn into a kid, somebody with kid in their name, and so I went with the the like fifty. The one that fit neither of those. <laughs> that went off. That went over my head, Mark. <laughs> um, but Capone beige, he, this mafioso looking dude. Capone's in there. Oh damn it! Um, <laughs> uh, this mafioso looking dude, um, and we see him dining at a nice restaurant. Uh, and thoughts, ideas. What do, we think of, what do we think of beige first job? Uh, out, out of everybody we're about to meet, that and it makes sense historically what their names are and who they are. The fact that Oda's like, and this mafia guy from the US. <laughs> like that that that's my first impression of Capone. Because uh I'm from the Midwest, like Yo. the the Midwest and or the Wisconsin and Illinois area, and Capone has a huge history in Chicago and around so i'm like hey i know this guy (laughs) my family comes from chicago and new jersey and uh they're italian so you could say i'm familiar uh i i would like to however say this is like yet another italian stereotype yay (laughs) it's the the year of the italians (sighs) kaden do italians have feelings pixar answers in their newest movie um but (laughs) i will say uh, the answer is apparent. The answer will surprise you, according to Pixar. Uh, uh, shout out to Kyle Herbert, who voices uh, Capone in the the funny dub. Which uh, uh, funny love, dub. love 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 Kyle. Uh, adult Gohan for anybody who's curious is probably the most notable role. He's also uh, Ryu from Street Fighter. Just dropping a couple of those. Moving That's on. Cool. Alan, any thoughts on Capone? <laughs> The range. Um, I mean, I want to talk about. I don't know if I should talk about it yet. I can talk about mm-hmm. it later. Uh, talk about it. I mean, what like as stuff like stuff goes crazy and we start to see more of what these people can do. Yes. And and Beige's devil fruit is that con- his, that concept is so good. Yeah, and that's weird very and out there. Fi- like ah, oh, let's give him fire. Oh, let's give him this, and then you look at Capone and you go, what? On top of, like, Oda already on the fly coming up with these people. Again, like, not taking the the most obvious route for, like, what devil fruit powers there could be. He went off on this one. Like, he Mm -hmm. really pat himself on the back. Just the fact that this was, like, a couple weeks before, like, I don't know, how about this? And it's... Like, something cool. no one could all of these like let's let's talk about uh jewelry bonnie who is uh, i think another one of the most interesting characters who still to this day we don't know that much about very interesting character i think everything like the the weird 
things that Oda will drop that have around her and then they never come back to it ever again. It's very interesting. Every single god dang action figure figurine of this woman is the same. It's the, it's the, I I think (laughs) it's like the difference between like the character, the character in the manga, like who this actual Mm -hmm. person is. And then the merch and the animators that like go out of their way to just have this woman just like man spreading and like downshot camera of this woman. It drives me fucking crazy. I think she's so cool, but because of like dudes, like the people who animate her and they're like, yeah, it's like uh legs up, like full, like pussy shot. Like that's oh my God. There's, I'm, drives I'm me crazy. these are bad. These are really yeah. bad. Okay. That's what I was complaining about months these, ago. These, fig- these figures are garbage. It's so <laughs> absolute worst. It was like, <laughs> Like the whole her but, her whole intro here is that like she's just like doesn't give a shit like her her feet are up on the table while she's like gorging herself on food like there's no le- like compared to like Capone who's like the classy like Godfather type figure who's like you know he's got he's got the bib with the napkin while he's like slowly like cutting his steak whereas like the juxtaposition is like Bonnie who's just like nom 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 like at Chuck E Cheese or something and like for whatever reason horny bros. And, you know, and I don't want to pigeonhole this. It could be horny people in general. The people who animate Bonnie. The people who come up with figures for Bonnie. All of the mm. merch that surrounds Bonnie. It's just pussy shot. And it drives me crazy. She's more than just the pussy, man. She's more. She's more than that. Where are the bleeps going to go? <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. She's more that's, than a, that. that's a future mark I, problem. I, I will say, I will say, <laughs> I will say there, there's definitely this, like, how do I explain this? I would <laughs> love to find of, out. In a lot of different ways. Like, Molly, I 100% understand where you're coming from because I completely understand where, you know, it's like the idea of having her do this is kind of like, uh, from the perspective of, I believe, to a degree, some of the animators or anything like that, or people making the figures, like, it's a bit of, a, you know, a, a well, we're going to show her off a little bit. You know what I mean? That the male said, gaze. right? It's 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 the 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 objectification of it all. That said, there is this you know lesbian power stance is what I'll probably <laughs> call it. That like the shot of <laughs> LPS, her got it. like the the shot of her on the table like not caring at all and just like brushing people off and her just like really just like she's focusing. It's like I'm eating here. Fuck off. Yeah, this is my spot. It's so, like. That's a power move, and that stance makes sense for it. It doesn't make sense to make that every single figure she has. So I completely understand where you're coming from there, because I guarantee you there's probably, like, figures that are just, like, really, like... Oh, naughty! You know, kind of nonsense about it. But, like, that... You don't even... Don't Google it. I'm not going to. I'm not (laughs) going to. But I'm talking about that intro scene where she's on the table and she's just kind of, like, eating her food, minding her business, and people are bothering her, and she's got that attitude of just, like, I'm eating. And so it's like, I'm down for whatever attitude that is. That's good stuff. I'm going to embrace that mentality. I like like that. I like that image i'm gonna keep that the power the lesbian power stance i'm gonna keep that in mind and just ignore everything else one thing to also note and continuing with like naming these characters after real life oh, historical you, i love it i love it i love it i love it this uh 
Bonnie's named after Pirate Anne Bonnie or Bonnie the Red, who, if yep. you look up her story on Wikipedia, it's fucking amazing. Why yep, isn't there yep. a movie? There was going to be. Anne Bonnie. There's still and, time. Um, Reed, yeah, I love them. They're great. So mm-hmm. uh, random, random little thing at Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. They have uh, like murals on the walls or just like uh, portraits of various famous pirates. And there is one of uh, uh, Mary Reed and Anne Bonnie like together on mm-hmm. the wall that's a really rad piece of art that you yeah super super cool and and i can't wait to talk more about this character as we see her continuing on sorry molly i didn't mean to interrupt you no you're right it's just like you can't talk about one without the other was all i was gonna say oh sure 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 great story for for the two of them nothing nothing Anne and Mary, you know, it's like they were just, you know, it's a two two women pirate friends, friends going out. Just, such pals, good friends. Guys. Such good pals. friends. Just, gal you know, pals. just two just two gals being pals. It's better than this. You know. Than, you know? Hey, say it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Mm-hmm. Gals being pals. Uh-huh. Anyway, Hawkins. Oh, I didn't know he was the <laughs> voice for Basil Hawkins. So let's talk about this weirdo. Uh, the magician... And captain of the Hawkins Pirates, Basil Hawkins, uh, who's this like tarot card reading, like uh, this chance of success is blah, 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 blah. Um, you want to like voiced by Talos and Jaffe. I didn't know that. Oh, Jaffe. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's got yeah, something yeah. going for him. This fits his MO. <laughs> <laughs> Named after John Hawkins, naval commander and privateer. Looks totally different yes, than the historical entirely. figure. And name only. Uh, do any, any anything more that we want to say about Basil other than that? Because like whatever, like he's just like it's gonna be an unlucky day for you. Like what? A, okay, cool. Somebody uh, who he's, he's a fun character who like as as somebody who knows people who like could write thesis like they know the tarot so like to the T like people who just do understand tarot. This guy is what everybody thinks tarot is literally anytime he pulls cards, he's like the death card. That means bad. The tower card. That means bad. It's, it's like every reverse, every Hollywood movie that has the tarot and it's like, not the, not the death card. Like that's, that's ominous. And it's like, just babies, just real quick. You have to ask the deck something. It's not like you're gonna die tomorrow. It's like that's usually in terms of something. So that could be like, yeah, you need to kill this habit you have of yours. You want to know where your money's going? Like, don't you? You got to kill this habit of yours. You know, as an example. But it's like, death is just the the. It's like change. There is something coming, or you're in the middle of something. There's a lot more. It's like, right? It's something. It's a big new beginning is really where it it starts. It's like. The old thing is happening, and uh, the old thing happened. Now a new thing so will probably happen. Fucking basic, and I hate him for it. He's all about the aesthetic. He's all about the aesthetic. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use it. Uh, uh. Yeah. I think it's fun, though. It's very fun. He's an interesting character, especially when we learn more about him. He's got backgammon tattoos. So, you know, he's got that, I guess. <laughs> nice. I think, should, let's, let's talk about these two together, I guess. Uh, we've got uh, Eustace Captain, as his nickname, uh, Eustace Kid. Captain in case Kid. you forgot, and uh, Killer. Uh, our Killer is uh, Eustace's first mate, and uh, Eustace is uh, uh, of—I mean, named after Captain Kid of the famous uh, restaurant chain, of course. Um, 
but he's <laughs> got uh, the magnetism fruit, which I think we find out. But like he's he's just kind of has a big metal arm, uh, which kind of makes it clear that uh, it's not a full metal alchemist situation, but it's some sort of like something. Um, and killers just kind of got scythes on his arms and a mask he's a guy. and a, just a. And yeah. great yes. hair. Oh, that's right. This is where he right? looked like a like his hair he looks amazing, like a yeah. Steven Tyler or something. Well, and, and his nickname is Massacre Soldier. <laughs> like, Yo, let's they're go. so metal. If, if Bakugo was in the One Piece universe, he would be killer. <laughs> Everybody on this yeah. crew looks like they are like a metal band, basically, or punk and punk and metal. Eustace look, is like this brazen type that uh, that will probably see a, like they, they will talk about later as well he also has the highest bounty of all oh that's of them, right. right 315 like, million berries i i like eustace i like eustace kid i i like i like him a lot uh i like his voice i like his attitude he's very uh no nonsense and i super dig it um also uh love his uh, yeah. fluffy collar <laughs> and also kind of a mass murderer yeah, moving no, on yeah no i was going to say well, yeah, we'll get there like we'll get there later <laughs> like it it comes into like somebody's like is that the guy that blah 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 like it comes in later but yeah I, al thank you cuz i do want to talk about that because that is one of the weirdest like things about this guy and then they just kind of like say it for street cred but then they never like get into like how messed up that is mhm Who's next? Next is Scratchman Apu, who is a member of the Longarm Tribe, which uh, I believe this is our first time meeting somebody from the Longarm Tribe where they just have an extra joint in their arms or legs. Is it or? Double elbows. Du- yeah, that's right. Double elbows. And it's it's an interesting design. Um, and they uh, Apu has like complete control of their body to create music and they're they're like a dj it was a i remember it being like super cool and and just look at the look at this cool guy i i remember being the most taken by a uh, like by a poo if we met a poo before we knew who uh brooke was i feel like you would be like this guy's gonna be the musician <laughs> Because oh kind of, he, he's also sort of brash, brazen, and kind of a d-bag, and and I don't know if you know he's also a captain of his own crew, so I don't know if his teeth are keyboards. I feel like it would just be like that's the musician, <laughs> an extremely fun character, both in design and in a, you know charismatic personality, and uh, he's also named after. Chui Apu, who was a Chinese pirate yep. in the South China Sea, yep, 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 yep. who had a fleet of 50 or more junks, which is insane. Yeah. That's a ridiculous. That's, That's a ridiculous. lot. That is one ridiculous. Wait, wait, Caden, you went to college. Uh, That's a lot, right? Uh-huh. I'm not a numbers guy. That's a lot? <laughs> can, can, can confirm. Many boat big. Lot, lot of boat. Lot of boat. That's also large, large boat. Large Lar- lot of large, large boat. boat. Speaking of large, large. Let's talk about Uruge. Or uh, Uru- it's it's either Uruge or or I've heard it pronounced. Uruge. I've heard it pronounced Uruge, but in a similar way of like Marijoa versus Marijoa, like gonna, Uruge or Uruge. I'm gonna call him Uruge. Uh, I believe it was. I, I believe it was uh, Uruge. Uruge. Yeah, uh, but I just in the sense of like if we're Uruge. romanizing Marizwa or yeah, if you're letting Uruge. me pronounce things, uh, Uruge. Uruge. Yeah, Mo- actually, Molly, we'll, we'll follow your lead on this one. How do we pronounce this one? 
One. Um, no, go ahead. Well, I mean, you said it earlier, and you, you like. What did saw, I say? No, I mean like, Udigay. You said earlier, Udigay. You said it earlier, and I stopped whatever I was saying, and I was like, "Wait, is that the guy? Is that the monk guy? Like Skypea guy?" And you're like, "Yes," and I was like, "Gotcha," because as somebody who reads the manga and uh-huh. didn't have anybody to tell me what the names were, I definitely called this guy Yuruj. 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 So his his name's taken from uh, the 16th century Ottoman pirate Oruk Ray, <laughs> which is. O-R-U-C with a little tail, and then R-E-I-S mm-hmm. is the Romanized spelling, I guess. I think he is, like, the one guy in history out of all these people that I actually don't know that much about. But even so, like, we're getting... Here's this wide range of pirates and criminals, because I wouldn't necessarily consider Al Capone a pirate, but uh, all this wide range... Pirate of the land. Pirate of the land. Lake Michigan. <laughs> Famed land pirate Al Capone. This <laughs> <laughs> makes him sound like he's a, a land. Al D. Capone. It actually makes him sound cooler than what he actually was. So here is so so fun stuff. Fun stuff about this this uh, uh, lovely character's uh, voice actor Major Attaway. Uh, 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 also was uh, on uh, on Broadway uh, and played the genie Whoa. in Aladdin, which yeah. super cool. Uh, great, great, great voice talent. Uh, super, super cool. Super uh, also cool goes by the epithet the Mad Monk, which was uh, a completely different person, uh, also based in China, but is like uh, also a name for Rasputin. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of layering to this guy. Also, as of date of recording, it was his birthday last week, which is oh. a weird thing to to point out. Man, good for him. Happy birthday, guy who definitely murdered people. Yep. Uh, from the sky. Uh, and, and it's the fact that he is from a sky island. Not necessarily Skypea, but he is from a... And sky island. He is at one <laughs> of them. Uh, he's from the White Sea, as opposed to North Blue, East Blue, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He is from the White Sea. The White uh, Sea. I understand. <laughs> Molly, I know exactly what you were saying by <laughs> echoing that, and that's really funny. Um, uh, mm. let's, let's, let's move on to a guy, to this thirst trap, X-Drake. Who the Stop. hell, wow. who the hell wow. does this guy... Uh, really? Well, yeah, okay. The, the, picture, that, the picture that the, the uh, One Piece wiki has of him is like, like it's got a like bloom on it. It's like, okay, this is a, guy, this is a thirst trap. Um, okay. It's not. It's not. Sp- I looked I and I see what I see. I see what you're saying. I okay, I'm gonna. There's, I'm gonna. Is, it's, is it, this it looks spoilery? like early morning light, and it's like He's, a dawn. Filter. He looks like Pirate Captain Falcon to me. When, oh, that's when pretty I, good. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Pirate Captain Falcon is pretty much what He's I thought. Got a, of. a pompadour that can rival Frank. I hate this guy. I'll say it. This guy's weird. Does he? I don't really like oh, any no. of these people, but I feel like out of everybody, <laughs> and whenever this guy shows up, I'm like, oh, this guy again. He's got just bad vibes, and not the normal bad vibes. He it's, still stands like a cop. <laughs> yeah, he's a cop, dude. I I hate his vibes. He's like, I'm a cop, but I'm 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 a one of you, fellow pirates. Look, I'm wearing leather and an eye patch, and they're like, they had Bro. to counter him being so lame by giving him a T-Rex fruit. Come on. They like they. He's trying to like dissuade people from seeing he's wired by having his tits out. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh God, that's accurate. 
didn't work on me, bud. Let's 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 get past this cop and let's talk about Caden. Well, uh, Caden, oh, go Francis ahead. Francis Drake is what he's based on. That's Sir, Fra- all. Sir yeah. Francis Drake. Uh, Which already? About, yeah. No, I'm good. Let's talk about. Go ahead. I want to talk about Caden's favorite character, Trafalgar Law. Oh, f- yay! <laughs> now, I like when you were going through this. You're in, okay. So immediately the, this character comes on screen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna before Go before you tell who the character is and all that stuff. Immediately this character comes on screen, and I'm just like, who is this mushroom hat wearing? And he opens his mouth. And I'm like, oh, it's Matt Mercer. <laughs> and I'm just like, let me guess, he's really really popular. Yep. Everyone loves this character. Yep. It's like it's Matt Mercer. His voice is like sexy as all hell. Of course, even Oda's wife. This is Oda's wife's favorite character. I'm not joking. Uh, this is real. Uh oh. Uh oh. What does that mean? It's. it's... <laughs> <laughs> Oda. Oda. I I just it's like again. if listen listen when you listen <laughs> when you're casting when you're ca- when 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 you cast Matt Mercer as the voice of a character you know exactly what you're doing all right you know exactly what you're doing you're talking thirst trap that's what it is. <laughs> and you like, want to talk about you know like exactly. wide stance sitting mother effers like this guy with the with the skinny jeans this little Covered shit. In tattoos this this little shit this little shit. Wait, look 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 this is they, they custom they, they apple cast- store sword <laughs> <laughs> they recently they recently cast english voices for Yakuza, which historically they didn't do. They had in the, like the original games yeah. where they had, you know, they, they did that and then they stopped, you know, dubbing it and just leaving it in Japanese. They recently brought back English voice options for Yakuza. They got Matt Mercer to voice Goro Majima, and it's just like, you know wow. exactly what you're doing. Wow. It's like, yeah, the, first of all, perfect. Second of all, of course. It's like, you know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. The moment I heard him speak, I'm just like, everybody's thirsty for law, right? Everybody's thirsty for law. Yep. One of everyone's <laughs> favorite characters. He's no grandpa, but Listen, people like him. Cannot, cannot. He's got a bear pack. I mean, that's why he's not one of my favorite characters, I Mark. Can't, I can't even deny it. He's a fun character, but the moment I assumed it's like this mushroom hat wearing. That's why I call him little right. shit, man. Little shit. I, he's got energy. He's got energy. All right. He's got energy. This is a kid who bullies me when I walk by the park and I'm like, middle schoolers. They oh, so, me. Or or college. Is it was it middle school or was it oh, college? For what? <laughs> oh yeah. It was depends on who you're talking <laughs> about. It depends on who you're talking about. But he like he's got tribal tattoos, he's got death tattooed on his hands. Like, come on, this <laughs> edgelord. Who is this guy? This guy is like the what the 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 surgeon of death, all right. He's cool. He's not like good his, at his, his job. His, his fruit is <laughs> his devil fruit is cool. It is. His devil um, fruit is, it is really cool. It is a really cool devil fruit. It is so cool. We've talked about everybody, and we've kind of said that, that some people have devil fruits. I think everybody but, but killer. The two first mates and the mad monk, right? No, Uruge Uruge oh, okay. can convert uh like pain into power. Oh, I thought that he was it's using the, it's the Catholic Catholic no me. God. Catholic guilt. That's what we're gonna talk about. Man, there you, you go. Wow, you were Guess right, what? Mark. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you the answer would surprise you. I mean, I, I'm surprised. I thought that was a non sequitur. I mean, I wouldn't no. I wouldn't blame you. But yeah, only the, the first men don't have 
Devil fruits. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, their whole thing mm-hmm. is like slicing and dicing. Scratchman, Scratchman Apu doesn't have one, right? No, no his, his is the, the being able to make musical instruments out of his body. Sound, sound. Maybe. Is, I don't, is that, a, are you sure? Does, are you sure he has this? He does have a devil fruit. And he, you yes. see it for a second because when they're all running, they're all reacting to the Marines differently. He uses his devil fruit as a distraction to leave. Okay. That's, that's right. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. It hasn't been named yet. Okay, because that's what I usually remember. So I was like, I'm going to use my insert the power of the thing here burp, burp. and to do something. To, and uh, they didn't actually say bleep, anything. Bleep, nummy. Nummy. Caden, like, people have to ask Odo, what's the name of yep. this fruit? And he's like, oh, I I guess I didn't say it. But it's Well, this. there's like, the, they usually have the, like, the subtitles. It's like, this person has this fruit. <laughs> like, like or, uh, <laughs> unless, it's weird, unless it's weird enough to be like, oh, they know it's a devil fruit. We don't have to say anything. Or like, that it'll be a thing later like we don't know he has a devil fruit yet and then like later he uses it and it's like oh but there's a <laughs> there's a lot of times people ask for clarity on devil fruits and he'll like no i'll explain it later and then it'll be like five ox later and then like maybe he'll remember or people will be like uh we're still waiting he's like yeah i know shut up i remember yeah. Oda! <laughs> but yeah again like Oda went off on all of these devil fruits uh, laws is so cool. I like I like kids. I like laws. Uh, so we we mentioned it without saying it. What Capone's was? I don't like Capone's. Oh, it's Capone's. Capone's. It's kind of similar it's to Walpole's to me. It's, it's a, it reminds me of Walpole's. Stupidest uh, thing in the, the world. Castle, castle. Before we get the castle, oh, no, no, castle. Al- Al- before, so we'll wait. Uh, before we get too far away from law, law is named on Edward Lowe, yeah. pirate Edward Lowe. Um, mm-hmm. Who apparently tortured his victims before yep. killing them? So, yep. but anyway, that tracks. Yeah, let's let's just remember that pirates are pirates. Okay, yeah. it's, it's also a thing. They're all okay? assholes. Pirates gonna pirate. Let's remember that beige's body is a castle. Yes, <laughs> and oh, so for the love of he he carried he's sitting in this place by he's himself. He's the boat, quote unquote, <laughs> by himself. Yeah, but he, just... he has his entire crew stored in his body. Literally part of the ship, part of the crew. Yeah, <laughs> entirely. I feel you're all really close as he's like pushing them into his body. Um, so like, welcome to welcome to the crew. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we go ahead and talk about that confrontation? I guess we could just so like at, like there's the the island gets well okay so I guess I guess we should get to why it gets uh, dropped into chaos. So we mentioned that. Um, our our mermen fishman friends uh, have been captured and are going up for sale. Uh, when Luffy finds out about this, it it caught it like he has a normal human reaction yeah, to not it. Not today. Storms the place. Uh, we find I will never forget this motherfucker's name, Charlos. Yeah, by uh, like wins the auction by a ridiculous amount of money that nobody should ever have. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 500 million just his pocket change i guess like the yeah. crew shows up and it's like we can't fight our way out of this that's not how it's this is gonna work for once luffy we can't punch our way out of it nami straight up is like then we'll buy her then like uh-huh. we will use the money we have on the ship this is coming from nami all right nami the penny pincher navigator she's like you know what we're gonna fine we'll play by their rules we have a lot of money on the ship we will buy her and then before they can even like make a bid the guy was like 
12 trillion dollars. <laughs> well, Nami's also the brain cell, so her idea is like how do we solve this without fighting and that Robin, got remember Robin head. has the brain cell now. Oh, okay? No. Robin has the brain cell. That's true. So so there's this there's this big commotion where the the flying fish riders try to fly Luffy in. They essentially crash through and as Luffy's like, "Hey, What's what's all this then? Um, oh, what? But he in it. What's all this about? Like, rushes the stage. Hachi stops him with his arms, revealing that he's a fishman, and gets shot because Charlas is is like ew, gross. Ew. And so while everybody's rightfully freaking out, uh, Luffy like or Charlas is celebrating and like dancing around like I shot the freak, and Luffy has. A look on his face that uh, another thing normal human normal reaction, human reaction mm-hmm. we'll never forget, and and this is something to where it feels like th- this happened in um in Baronomatsuri, and they're like and this is something that always happens in anime where if if it's almost like a musical number of we need you to understand the importance of this situation. The just real quick, the setup to this situation is that all of our crew is like meeting the this this uh you know the um the worst generation, the the eleven supernovas. They're like running into random people and all of these people are like, that was close. Like do you understand? Like these these guys are verbatim the bad guys of this. Don't piss world. off the nobles. Like you it's like it's just it's it's insanely and and they give you plenty examples of as to like why these people are the worst people ever the setup it just it just keeps setting up of like you don't mess with these guys you do not mess with these guys you can't mess with these guys it is instant death if you mess with these guys that is the setup that is admiral will show up yeah it's like that is the setup to what is about to happen is that for like 10 chapters oda has been yelling about how important these people are people on the crew get that Zoro, do not go near these these people. Period. Zoro, don't look at them. Don't touch them. Z- don't talk to Zoro them. Zoro has acknowledged down. them. Hachan has told them. Like everybody is like that is a fact that we have heard, and we are acknowledging that we heard. And then go ahead, Mark. And then Luffy sees, stares this guy right in the face, uh, dodges a couple of bullets that gets fired in his way, and punches him so hard in the face that the cartoon turns back into a manga. Yeah! I will, so, so here's where, here's where I get to chime in for something that, uh, that Al said, uh, I believe two episodes ago now, uh, which was, uh, Al said favorite punch in the series was, <laughs> was during, uh, Annie's lobby, which it's a super cool punch. Which it is a getting super his cool clock punch. cleaned. Right. Lord hand. Rob Lucci getting 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 the large hand, catching these large hands. Catching them. Episode 396. This is my favorite punch in the series. Ugh, because there is so there is so much here that I, I love. I love everything about what is everything about this punch is that it is it is a intimate and normal punch this isn't luffy doing any kind of gum gum anything there is no special power behind it luffy walks right up to him point blank no stretchy arm nothing he makes a point to look at him in the eyes and just wind his hand back up and then let loose and like you said the colors disappear the colors disappear, <laughs> and it's this beautiful, just 
Oh, it's so good. For just like three seconds, all color disappears. It is a white and uh, a black and white shot of this guy's face getting just dented, and it's just like that's the energy. So it's like it's that's it's one of those instances where whoever like animated this scene saw this chapter in the manga and knew the assignment. It's like one of those few instances where I'm like, (laughs) you have to watch this episode. Like, read it, see the like the two page spread Oda did. And then see the genius that is the animation in this scene. It's so good. The setup too of like Luffy walking up to the guy and he's dodging bullets. It's so, so good. heavy. It so is many like frames. You're just like, oh no. Yeah. Because like at this point, we've never actually seen Luffy be quite a like cu- this. A couple the- places, but but very, very rarely. It's like such a like it's such a turn too. It's like oh well, we'll just beat these people up, blah blah blah, and we'll just like get everything. It's the normal Luffy stuff until it stops being that. And we've seen the stakes, right? We've seen Luffy have this energy before. We've seen Luffy have this energy before, but it almost feels like you're not worth me using my power on you. I can take you out easy well, and I'm gonna show you how much of a loser you are. This guy because this is just. Emotional this, reaction. Not only this, emotional guy, reaction. this guy is not all of the... I mean, Luffy has been training for this moment, right? His entire trip here. We're talking about Arlong. We're talking about Crocodile. Like, this guy has been punching people who have been oppressing other people the entire yep. way. And then all of those people he has fought, those people could fight back. This guy is oppressing people not because he is strong, but because he got the money. He's got the prestige. He has other people doing dirty work for him. And so it's like the one time he, I mean, aside from what's his face, Spring Boy, like this is like the other time where like one and done, one and done. That was all that would need to be said. I feel like this is exactly what most people want to do to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm, Saint Bezos. Shoot him into space. <laughs> there you go. No, space is for the gays. He doesn't get that. <laughs> no. You punch him. Mom said it's their turn for space. <laughs> oh, man. He, he didn't even go to space. Suborbit. Oh, yeah, get no. And they, yeah. they took away the, like, astronaut status for them, too, which feels... Specifically... Oh, no, he doesn't so deserve good. that. Take it, it away. Feels so no. good. You didn't, you didn't do shit. He was along for the ride. Look, I'm not... Like, I don't yeah. think any of us are... Well, I, if anybody's going to go to space, it's Caden. But I think if mm-hmm. uh, among, like, them... Space is for the gays, I'm telling you. What, yeah, straight up. Just say. Um, <laughs> as, as is tradition, as has been established. Um... But to get their their status revoked, it feels so good. It, is. <laughs> it feels so good. Um, but but yeah. So like, Luffy was like, "What the hell? You shot my friend, idiot!" And then punch. Like, oh god. And that throws the entire island into chaos. Oh, and and somebody's uh, uh, devil fruit we didn't mention. Uh, Bonnie in saving Zoro from being in the way of some yeah. of the celestial dragons reveals that she can sort of change her age at will. And I am and imagine that's part of why she just doesn't stop eating is because she My metabolism. <laughs> her metabolism keeps yeah. just, just so out of whack. That scene that scene with them is so good though because like she saves Zoro from the fate that everyone's trying to prevent Luffy from causing basically. But uh Zoro is hundred percent on board with Luffy's mentality, even before Hachan got shot. 
like this guy like Zoro was ready to cut this guy down and then body <laughs> I, like I wanted to cut him I think exactly what he said yeah like he he pointed a gun at Zoro and Zoro was like if you're gonna try me like if you're gonna threaten me you're gonna you know you're gonna catch these hands basically and it's like yeah. it's such a good scene though because he's like it's, this is so annoying like he tried to kill me like I'm gonna defend myself but then he's like well whatever blah 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 but the fact that him and luffy got the same they're on they're on board with this basically it's just like even before everything escalated uh it's just like yeah the crew's like well that's luffy also they're coming from an arc where like the entire arc they're like you can't go against the government the government Mm -hmm. is like the big baddie like you you know like they're they're everywhere they're the world government they are the world like if you make enemies with these guys you're gonna make you're gonna make enemies with everybody. And Luffy was like, "Cool, shoot it Just down." Just in case you forgot. Y- yeah, it's like shoot it I down. I lit that flag on fire and I punched this guy in the face. So it's like you know what? If we're already on the if we're already making enemies with the government, like Doug of Da Man, like you might as well just add on the one percent. Why the hell not? Yeah, we're not Give biased. Punch. We're not biased here. <laughs> I wanna I wanna uh make make a point of saying this because uh I, I, I think I don't know I don't know how how obvious it will be um immediately because it's kind of a, a glance, at least at this point. Her fruit doesn't just work on her. She can make other oh, things grow right. old yeah. or young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot about it's, that part. It's kind of terrifying. Especially in conjunction so, with laws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was like uh she used it on like marines or something, right? Like she made one old yeah, one she baby. Half of them like she turned a bunch of like a group of them like to get away uh into a bunch of kids and a bunch of old people. And then she's just like, I'm out. This is a mess. Oosh. I'm not a part of this. Peace. Peace. I can't believe Ace's uh, first in command was named Deuce. That's so silly. <laughs> oh, man. I, that's why I keep telling you guys to read the light novels. It's so interesting. But that is a spoiler for what we're coming up upon in the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he, every here's how everything unravels. Uh, everybody is just shocked. Even Hachi, who's dying on the ground. Um, but then, <laughs> like, uh, Kid and Law, who are also there, can't help but be like, yo, that's goofed. I like him. They, like, when they acknowledge Luffy, they're like, I gotta meet this guy. This guy's fucking crazy. Like, that's all they know. Again, like, all they this know about Luffy. Like a real freak of the week. All they know about <laughs> Luffy is that, like, the, what just happened in the papers, which was uh, Straw Hat Luffy makes enemy with world government. Is he idiot? Yep. Like, is he, like, <laughs> a rebel without a cause? Who is he? Is he idiot? Dumb question mark? That's the moment where they get it. It's like, okay, I know. I understand. Oh, this he's a freak of the week. Kid and Law kind of have this, like, a glance at each other. It's like, huh. all right. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what? It's like, because Law and Kid don't like each other. And honestly, none of the, like, none of none of these people actually like each other. They just kind of like, we're kind of grouped together because we're of this era. They're the breakfast club. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're the, yeah. It was like, they, but it's just like, Luffy's just like, I don't know who any of these people are. And all of them are just like, yeah, we know each other. Like, we, we go to lunch occasionally, like, and just kind of like, just to eat, inform each other of what we're doing. But this is Luffy's first rodeo with these folks. And this was like Luffy being just like, hi, I'm Monkey D. Luffy. And uh, I punch the 1%. And Law and Kid are just like, 
All right, we like him. It's it's honestly, <laughs> it's like simple. all these people are, yes, like doing the same things in the same generation history will mention them all at the same time. But it's also like when old people are like, damn millennials and like group us all together it's like no no like i'm not i'm not the one who's like spending a bunch of money on like harry potter crap like i'm not the one who's like i i put hufflepuff in all of my profiles like that's a different millennial but it's like because we're all in that girl group together that's what that's that's what this is if the worst generation are millennials does that make kobe gen z <laughs> Kobe's a millennial. Legitimate, legitimate question. Okay. No, Kobe's Kobe's a millennial. Yeah, Kobe Kobe's is for millennial. sure a millennial. I'm trying to the Usopp's Usopp's pirates are definitely Gen yeah, Z. Yeah, I was gonna say there are some Gen Z Usopp's, people that Caden has. Pirates, yeah. We we have met Gen Z people. Caden has not met Gen Z people yet. Take Hufflepuff out of your bio. Stop <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm asking as a favor if you're watching this, if you're if you're listening to this, take take as that. As a Slytherin, I ask you to take that out of your bio. Take, please. Also, oh, take 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 all that shit out of your bio. Please. please. On uh, as a gift to me, please take that oh, shit man, out of your bio. We don't need it. Don't give turfs money, please. We don't, don't need it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't give, don't give. Don't do. Can we? You know what? No, no. This is. It's like I don't even need to ask permission. Fuck turfs. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't yeah. fuck turfs. We don't 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 give turfs your money or your attention. Fuck turfs. Anyway, speaking of take that shit out speaking of your of, Speaking of terrible people, let's talk about the government. <laughs> <laughs> and here they come because here because, comes like, because the of course. Government. May, I, may I take this next point? Sure. May I yeah, go for it? So basically, you know, this these group of people like Luffy started and immediately, immediately, what do you know? Here's here's the Marines. They're there like they're on it. They somebody punched a celestial dragon. Boom. The entire like Marines are just all showing up at uh, uh, Savoy Archipelago. Like it's just swarming with Marines. So it's basically an all out war immediately within seconds and it's fine for a bit it's fine for a bit until because i mean these are like this is the worst generation they they are here for a reason these people are not to be messed with they know how to handle the marines and it feels like it's a one-sided battle for a bit until the marines pull out some heavy hitters. <laughs> it, there was already like cops on the island, right? Like there are already people who were like they were aware and reporting back of like, oh man, this guy's here. Oh man, this guy's here. Oh man, this guy's here. This is this is a, a an area that's like this is the entrance to the gated community is essentially. It's, so it's, it's like, both lawless and full of law. Right. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want so long as you have money, which, you know. But there's like groves that are like, it's just, it's like all pirates, completely lawless. The Marines don't patrol there. And like, then, it's like the outer rims. And then like the closer you get to. It's like LA <laughs> County where you go one Crazy. block, one block that's like super sketch. And then the next box is like the richest bitches in the neighborhood. And then you go another block mm -hmm. and it's like back to like, not the safest area again. It's like that. And like one one island one tree island and yeah so like there are already like some people there that they're like this guy's higher up in the marines he's slightly a problem it's like cool cool okay yeah okay like more uh more garps level nonsense do we have a list of the the marines who show up it's like the momo guy the peach guy 
Uh, uh, I don't, because I don't, there's only like three in particular that at least I consider to be of important note. But oh, then, wait. Then before, bring them up. Before we, before we talk to these guys, actually, something very important happened at the auction house. I was, I was going to, that's where I was, I was, I had a, I had a list. No. <laughs> as as stuff starts to go it's south, okay, from the back reveals slutty grandpa. Hey! Oh, that's right. And I'll say pulling a Robin Hood and stealing all of the money that the auction house was was pulling to redistribute it. Uh, but sort of sees Luffy going and be like, ah, there goes that boy. So uh, <laughs> as as Luffy Law and kids start like fighting people, uh. Rayleigh gets the f out of there, and the so he Luffy sort of leaves uh, everything to Kid and Law as they go back to uh, the bar and talk to Rayleigh and Shaggy uh, about everything. And people going, "Oh, you're Rayleigh. You're so." First of all, Gold Roger, Silver's Rayleigh. Come on, and oh, I guess we don't know him yet. Uh, Gold D Roger, come on. Yeah, so this guy name is <laughs> his name is Silver S Rayleigh. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But th- so we we sort of get the full explanation. Um, ta- and and we like who d- does anybody want to talk about? Uh, sort of the big drops that Rayleigh gives to the oh crew. Oh my god, there's so many. He even they even talk about giving them more, and they're and the crew's just like, no, 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 hold on, we need some mysteries to still solve. I can tell you what One Piece is, and they're like, no. Well, no. Everybody's like, what? It's that easy? It's right there. And Luffy's like, I have never, I have never been insulted in my entire life, and (laughs) you've known me for like six months, and you don't, you're gonna, you're gonna. You you want to? I, I just I can't believe it. You guys, you can't just like get the answer so quickly. It's so ridiculous, and it's wild too because like Robin then is like, dude, you have read all of the Poneglyphs. Like you can you can give me the wiki summary of the history of the world, and he's like, yeah, I could. And he even asks us like, do you want to know or do you want to find out for yourself? And she has a moment where she's like, I want to figure it out. And he's just like, I respect it. <laughs> I've been I trying to that. solve this Sudoku for 20 years. <laughs> Let me do it. She stands up because she realizes that the answers are yeah. right here. And then she sits back down like, you know what? No. I, you know what? I have time to figure this out. Thanks to my friends. Um, but yeah, it's basically like everything that we knew about Goldie Roger was to like a level of fabrication by the Marines. What we know yep. of Roger is that the Marines captured him and executed him and like a public execution. And in that goof up where they gave him a live mic and was like, bro, you got any last <laughs> words? And he was like, hold, hold my flat, like, you know, hold my beer. You guys like money. And so this, this is like this is this is Roger's like best friend. This is his BFF. We we're getting the facts from probably the closest source we can get them, and uh, he he didn't get captured by the Marines. He turned himself in because he was sicky. He was a, he was he had a, he had a sicky a, boy, a terminal a disease, boy. incurable yeah. baby. Um. 
And uh, yeah, that's actually how they met Crocus. Like on their route, Dr. Boy hanging out with small boy, Laboon. Um, was like, man, you, you're you're sick, dog, and not in the cool way. Um, I can help. I can help stave off some of these. That's an like, Ollie coughs up blood. Sick, 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 radical. Sick. Um, I have a coat for he, that. He's like, you know what? If you let me chill, you know, if it, let me jump on board with you. I'll help stem off some of these symptoms. Give you like a little bit, you know, longer to live. Uh. If I can go and find, if I can go and find these pirates I'm looking for, and that's like the reason why Crocus just like is just with them for three years. It's just like, yeah, I just I went to the end of the world and back, baby, and I, I didn't find who I was looking for, and that sucks. What? Like it's hard? Yeah, I got a free ride. I got a full scholarship. It was fine, dude. It was real easy. Oh my god! All I needed to do was hang out with the king of the pirates. Carry us all the way to the end, In- and then we just like we did it. It was just good. It was fun. In three years, they conquer the Grand Line, which is like, I think, pretty outrageous aside from like what I mean, I don't even think it's been a full year since Luffy has left home, which is like they're already. Well, they're, they're I, already I feel like running. there's a difference between. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a difference there in, in, in tonality. Luffy is on a quest to the One Piece. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Cole Roger was just like. I'm taking it all. <laughs> and he just like bounced around to different places like mine, mine, protected. This is dibs, dibs, no Marines, peace. Got literally taking his time to just kind of like go through everywhere and like remove all the Marines, which is a little bit more meticulous than like, I want whatever the treasure is. And he's just like, I want to remove all the Marines. And it's just like, it's a lot like three years to remove all of the, the Marines. That's not bad. That's pretty. That's a pretty good, good time on that, especially when you're dying. And like everything we know about Roger, that the Marine, the propaganda that the Marines have told us, were like this guy was crazy. Like he was bloodthirsty. Like he had a temper. Like every time we even see Roger, too, he's kind of harried and like has that manic smile and mustache. But we don't ever see his eyes. And he's like, "You watch my treasure." But like, dude was dude was a bro, bro. All right, he liked partying. He liked having fun. Like he he had he had friends and like you know like you know like even though he was like about to die right like he was like YOLO you know. <laughs> Sorry, that got me. That was good, Molly. You're missing what? the most important piece oh, of no. information. Oh, no. The one. One. We found. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. There we go. Wow. Clown to clown communication. You got it. <laughs> so we knew that. Buggy and Shanks knew each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> Happy birthday, Buggy. But we find out that they were apprentices on Goldie Rogers' ship. Yeah! Yo! R- Raleigh mentions, uh, yeah, Shanks told me about you a couple years ago. Uh, and to keep an eye out for you. And that's there's a pink check mark of, uh, alright, how's Shanks doing? Hopefully, hopefully yeah. we can see Shanks soon. But I'm sure he's fine. So <laughs> the gall of Buggy to take a devil fruit from the hold of the Roger pirates and be like, no, this is mine. This is mine. <laughs> I'm going to take it. It's mine. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell this fruit to get money to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> um, like th- th- this was such a huge 
uh, info dump. But from from it, uh, Raleigh's like, "Yo, you seem like good kids. I'm no charge for the bubble covering on your ship." And they're like, "Oh, thanks, Grandpa." Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But as things start to go south, uh, continue to go south. <laughs> Shaki gives them all. Viver cards, which we remember from uh, seeing aces burning recently. Um, and so now each member of the crew has Viver cards so that they can find each other again. They have cards of Rayleigh's. Uh, to get back they, to Rayleigh. That's right. Yeah. So that, that it's like the focal point of like, we'll meet up in a couple days, like, so that we don't get lost. Like, Rayleigh will be our, our wayfinder. He'll be our point of. He's base. Yeah. You know, when Dude, you're playing he's tag. Safe. He's safe base knowledge um from sorry from uh for like as stuff's going south we find out that timmy is an average kid that no one understands oh my god we have to link <laughs> this so that people know what this is it's, can you put that into the description we're not having a stroke <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we're, and we're not just like for no I, reason I, I, shouting I, I, out <laughs> redacted name good that admiral we were talking about we we see him in a like essentially in in Marijoa, uh, Marijoa. What Marijoa? It's so weird. Like, <laughs> we we see, like foie gras. Mary Juice. You know? Yeah, Joyzy. Um, oh, for the love. Thank you, Al. <laughs> Al. Thank you so much. But uh, he's like, ah, whatever. I'll take care of it. And we meet Admiral. We've already met one Admiral, and we know how terrifying they can be. So we meet Admiral Kizaru who is this sort of like happy-go-lucky, whatever, like not necessarily happy-go-lucky, but like easygoing. This guy is such a fake bitch. <laughs> this guy Why is a fake bitch. Why do you say oh, that? Oh, so scary. Ooh. Wow. Scary. I, uh, I don't know I how really to describe. Like him, He's very interesting. I like his design. I don't know how to describe the bad part of his vibes. Because it, again, it's like... I, I, Smug Elvis. Smug. Smug is is a good way to Mm -hmm. put it. He's like, look, I know my abilities. Y'all may not, but that doesn't matter. You're going to be dead soon. The the three admirals are based off real people. So what I'm about to say is very unfortunate. But he has a face. uh, He has a very punchable face. (laughs) Like, this guy is, like, high up in the police. Smug Elvis. I I punch Smug Elvis. And when they catch criminals, (laughs) he's the guy who, like, antagonizes them to get information. Yeah, like you know, he's waterboarded at least a hundred people. But uh, so we we meet a couple of folks from uh, ABAB Central, which are Mm -hmm. Admiral Kizaru, Sentomaru, who's got a big axe, and uh, the reemergence of Kuma. Kuma. Kuma, who seems to be in league with with the. I mean, we knew that he was in league, but we start seeing multiples and we find out that kuma gave gave his body to science and science? has become Bill nine. <laughs> oh it's back <laughs> let me tell you how to make a pacifista at home um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing you've ever said oh my god oh. Wow. that is the funniest thing you've ever said in wow. your entire life Bone that's it pack it up good. pack it in yeah man You've peaked. No, I, I no, that's be it. DIY pacifista. <laughs> Bill Nye, dude, did you guys not see that episode growing up, or is that just oh me? Oh my god! These Kuma clones uh, are nigh impenetrable. 
have mouth lasers and hand lasers. Not all of them have the paws, though. They don't have the beans. They're too OP. Little beans. They don't have the beans. beans. They don't have the kuma beans. And all hell breaks loose. Who who wants to talk about hell? We've already gone through two arcs where I cried, and then we're going to add this. This was one of those moments where where it was Caden's I'm a genius, oh no. Like yeah. waking up waking up to this this section in Caden's log was very was just like, oh, this is sad. This thing that's about to happen, that the thing that we're about to talk about, Caden predicted this like l- a couple arcs ago. She's like, Luffy's too he's too hot shit. He's living life, he's having a good time, it's all gonna come crashing down at some point. And she she just kept laying into like it's all going to come down at some point. It's all going to come down at some point. This and that. This and that. And then it's happening. And Kaden was like, oh, no. Oh, Wait no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a genius. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that was so... That <sighs> that was the moment. I was like, you're this meme entirely. Yeah, it was uh, bad news for me. Much like Caden predicted. Um, yo, Caden was right. Uh it all came crashing down on Luffy to a point where they were like, all right, you know what? We've, th- we, this is, they are learned by example, right? This is, this is, this is what they've learned in their travels is that they can get away. They'll split up, get away. They'll regroup. They haven't met an enemy yet that they can't defeat. All right. Let me just preface that again. Ben. They have not met an enemy that they ha- can't defeat uh, or the enemy has walked away or whatever. There's, it's always been like, they they get out yeah. with either a warning or they win. Yeah, like they, their grandpa. They roll well on luck. Their grandpa, yeah. Garp, is like, cool, good catching up. I'm out of here. Or Don't do it again, young man. Or uh, Alkaji is just like, well, you know, I'm on a lunch break. So, you know, see you later. When it comes to the pacifista, though, we have, uh, we have Zoro using... Ashra, which we recently saw as like a new ultimate attack that took care of a member of CP9. And it took Sanji using f- like Flambage Shot, which is like one of his big new super moves. And then Luffy using Gear Third. And that took down one of them. Yeah. And then like three more popped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And we're j- like. They're strong, but they're not that strong. No, no. And everybody, it, everybody's like. This sucks. We gotta, we gotta run. And and like Kizaru shows up and is like, "Where are you? Where are you running? Um, why why are you running? Um, why are you running? <laughs> why are you running?" So it so thankfully it was a th- it's a thing of Rayleigh showing up and going toe to toe with Kizaru and that mm-hmm. okay cool Kizaru is distracted kind of despite being able to literally move at the speed of light. Distracted enough because apparently Rayleigh is also uh, uh, God Grandpa. I told uh, you he was a like, slut, dude. The Dark King. Yeah, Dark. You king. can't. King. <laughs> oh, I've got a. Oh, oh, is it time? I, I should put that that photo in the chat. Uh, oh, you didn't a, do it yet. That's right. This. No, I haven't. Oh my god, this guy is too slutty. Too slutty. Too powerful. And I mean that by too, too slutty. Parentheses. Too powerful. They have they have a lightsaber fight. I mean, sorry, uh, light sword fight. <laughs> light Actually, a lightsaber fight. I totally forgot about that. As that's happening, though, uh, Luffy's just like, "All right, everybody, let's just bounce. We have we have the Viva cards. We'll meet Run back for here for three days. In three days, you know where to be. Let's go." 
But as they're running, the real Kuma shows up. And we can tell because he's got the gloves, he's got the Bible, and he got toe beans. He's got the beans. He got the beans that they identify as beans. The beans. And we get an echo of what happened with Perona, where Kuma looks at Zoro and asks, if you were to go on a trip, where would you want to go? And then, gone. And this is the, the, fir- like the first thing, and L- Luffy starts to lose it. It's just like, what's, what the hell's going on? This is, this is terrible. Oh my, holy, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they find out. Uh, Sentamru actually it's one of his character quirks he's like I'll never answer you but the answer is um, yeah. but we find out that if a person gets hit by Kuma's paw they'll go flying for three days and have no idea where they're going so everybody's just like what the hell but as the pacifistas are zeroing in on the crew Kuma essentially keeps jumping in the way and yeeting crew members elsewhere. Yeah. And it's um, it's not exactly in the order that they join, but it's pretty close. It's in an order that's most devastating to Luffy. Yeah, the worst happens what it, I, last. That's what I would... The, it's, right. it's, it's, it's one of the... It's, the way it's set up is that it is almost the, the worst possible scenario for Luffy specifically. Um... It's just it. It's it's in that moment too. Like as Sentaro does explain, like the the mechanics right of his devil fruit. But you're in like a high adrenaline situation, like where I don't really think anybody's really registering. Like, just like I don't people, care. But these people are eating right. All all Luffy knows yeah. is that his friends are like disappearing in front of him. And the previous knowledge that we knew that Nami told the crew on Thriller Bark was that she saw this guy like. Com- you know, like all we know is that Perona was just gone. Like we didn't know like what happened to Perona. So like it kind of implies like yep. maybe like EBD or yeah or like dead oh. dead. And so it's like Luffy is like the the goal was to leave everybody splitting up into groups of like the strongest people and like that one of the first people that gets like yeeted is Zoro who's already like severely injured. I think we need to mention at the time uh because they keep getting beaten up so bad uh Poor little Chopper goes into Monster Chopper again. Yeah. It, so we have we have a rampaging, not totally aware of everything Chopper running around. Uh, Zoro has just disappeared. Um, and then, oh gosh. I don't remember the order. I just know that like Nami's last. No. No? No. Who's last? Robin's last. Robin's last. Robin's yeah, last. sorry. Uh, I think it's. I think it's Nami, then Robin is last. I think Brooke is next. Yeah. Because um, it's Sanji, Usopp, and Brooke all attacking. Brooke gets yeeted. He tries to do like a helmet splitter or something. And we just got him. That doesn't work Brooke, out. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke takes the takes the, the hit for Usopp and Sanji. Basically like run. I'll distract him. And then boom. So the first crew uh, member and, then, and the last crew men- member in that order. One, two. It was Zoro, then Brook, then uh, it was either Usopp or Sanji, and then the it was next Usopp, one. Sanji, uh, Usopp, Sanji, Frankie, mm-hmm. Nami, Chopper, 
Robin. Robin. Ugh. And and with that, there was this the, I this terrible, terrible, amazing artsy. I say artsy, but just I love the the tableau that they used of the bubbles popping because mm-hmm. we hear it all through, like the 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 idea of bubbles and that the the con- the con- the concept of bubbles bubbles galaxy brain um but we hear them burst your bubble we oh you monster <laughs> we we hear them popping the whole time and then like the concept of the, the bubble shield on the ship to go to to fishman island and and all this all of these uh things happening uh all the time which recontextualizes those sound effects but seeing the the uh the same number of bubbles and then pop pop as they get take as they get taken out and leaving Luffy in just this quiet despair there the fact that like at this point like Robin had dealt with her big thing it was it was just was like okay cool beyond this there really can't you know it's like you really can't hurt me too much it's whatever the big thing that really hurt me is gone now it's just me and my found family and you know it's like we'll be fine and literally the look of horror on robin's face as she's once again reaching out to luffy for help and then as he's reaching out and fairly close to robin gone mm-hmm. And that was that was the last moment. Oh, and then it was just like and of course, like then you you get you get Kuma going over to Luffy, gives a, a little bit of a, a goodbye, wink wink. One of a, and a then, terrifying final line of we will never see each other again. Uh, this is this is one of the things where you have to watch the anime. Like yes. the way the scene is animated and the way that Luffy is like feels so helpless and clutching the ground and kicking it. It's like, I, I, I will say this, this is 20 episodes and, uh, it is a very action packed 20 episodes. It's very dense. And there's some moments that just, they, they, they need to be seen animated. It's just, it's a lot more impactful that way. This is where you, you were like, Hey, can I there's a new intro can I watch it and we went hold on oh no 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 because of these 20 episodes it's the kuma fight and and that's like wow it's yeah. like first of all songs a banger but it's huge, it's huge like it's one of those things where it's like can you just just it's, show people it's <laughs> It's the it's uh it's the TikTok where it's just like and everybody was like yeah that's just one piece it's like oh yeah I'm watching it and it's like it's the end of the episode it's like and who will do it's like what will happen next time to be continued and then it's just like here's the episode preview and then it's the answer to everything that you're gonna see in the next episode oh, well, uh, but that's the One Piece intro as well like that One Piece does that all the time joins the crew it's. <laughs> its own stuff immediately like Oda's just super excited y'all I want you to know that that Brooke's gonna join in like 30 episodes it's like I don't even know who this is <laughs> who <It's, laughs> what are you talking it's like about? Thanos I don't even know who you are yes. it's it's definitely again like this this arc is definitely worth watching because you get the severity of it in the manga but having to kind of sit in it in the anime where it's like it's it's just like this moment where it's like we got to get away like 
oh god, Zoro's gone, and then Brooke's gone, and it's like it's you're seeing all these characters just struggling in like the worst way. Where like when Brooke gets taken, Sanji's just like like rubbing his head. He's like, "What am I doing? What am I doing? I have to pick my I I I have to pick my friends. I have to pick my friends." And then he's gone, and then Usopp's like, "I have to be a man. My friends are disappearing in front of me," and it's just like so upsetting. And Luffy is like across the the like the yard right like he's he's running and then the second he's getting closer to those guys all of a sudden kuma's behind him and he's going towards chopper and it's like what it's just like this moment this this horrible horrible moment where everything is out of your control in the worst way like they're strong but it doesn't mean anything when you're going up against stronger people and up to this point we've been told that like it's a different game when you're on the grand line. Like these people are way more powerful. And it's like, they've lucked out of having a defeat like this. Like this is complete and total defeat. Like they did this, not stand yeah, a chance. This, this was the ultimate loss. The thing is, is like, as far as this is concerned, the, the people who really had the opportunity to wipe them out immediately, like Kuma and, um, uh, my gosh, my brain. Kizaru, yeah, Kizaru. Uh, the two that they meet when, like, at the point where it's just like, oh, we can't take them. You know, they meet them at a point where Kizaru is just like, I'm literally not here to fight. I'm really just kind of here to test you. And that's it. I'm going to let you be after this. And uh, you, you've proven yourself. I'm going to leave you. Next time we see each other, it might not be that way, but I'm just going to let you know that this is what you're in for. Here's a taste of it. And then when they see Kuma, you know, it's like, Nami meets Kuma and there's kind of this exchange and, you know, it's like it goes in her favor. And then they, you know, it's like the rest of the crew meet Kuma. And again, because of the tenacity of the crew, Kuma's just like, okay, I'm going to give y'all an opportunity. But this is my opportunity here is going to hurt you real bad, not kill you. But this is just a warning. This is what you're getting into. And then when we finally get there, it's just like Kuma's kind of kind of it's still being nice. It's like, I'm not killing you. I'm sending you all away. Don't look for each other. This is your final shot. This is your warning. Don't come back. You know, it's like, don't do this. I'm warning you. You're nice people. You, you, you've shown that you're actually quite kind. And I think I think highly of you. Get the hell out of here. And it's like and it's 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 almost as as painful as it is, Kuma is showing mercy yeah. in this in Sabaody. This is mercy. It's a line of dialogue yeah. that's been said throughout, like at least like in the last like maybe five arcs about how they're literally speed running their journey, where it's like they're not taking time to properly heal. They're not taking time to. I mean, they're growing stronger every arc, sure, but they're doing it in such a way that. I think Usopp mentions it uh, at Water 7 at like, they're just, they're just, they're doing the DBZ power level where it's like, it's like every day we're meeting somebody stronger than we are. And somehow it's just been working out for us. And people have been warning Luffy or talking about Luffy about how like, you're going to meet somebody you can't defeat. And it's going to like cost you all of your friends. Like it's going to be the end of your journey. Like this is like, you know, things to consider. And Luffy's like, no, I'll just punch harder. Like I punch, yeah. I punch. And this is, this is the result of what people were finally seeing repercussions to the thing that 
you know, people have been warning Luffy about for a long time. Thematically, for for other shonen fans, and I'll I'll, I'll name drop the one that I feel is the most uh, the most most punch. ingrained into all like in, in, ingrained in worldwide culture. I'll talk about Dragon Ball Z for a mm-hmm. second. This is that android to cell saga yeah. kind of mm-hmm. area yeah. because. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're introduced with a character who comes in with a warning. Trunks is just like, look, Goku's going to end up in a bad way. You, all you need to do is be prepared for it. Here's some stuff. I just want to make sure that y'all are ready for it. And they do. They prepare for it. They prepare by training. They prepare by, you know, like figuring out like Goku's going to have this particular heart problem and everything like that. But even so, things get away from them and they realize that even as prepared as they were, they weren't thinking as far ahead as they needed to be. And then halfway through, they're just like, all right, you know, Vegeta starts training Trunks and Goku starts training Gohan in the sense of we need to think about, you know, dot, 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 the future. There's more to it than just, you know, these two people holding everything up. And in this particular case, it would be Zoro and Luffy, basically like they they are the upper echelon of things. Yeah, get wrecked, Sanji. (laughs) <laughs> whatever the thing is is and and that's that's it's honestly the truth is like as great as sanji is it's like if it came down to it which two would you ask to protect yeah, you you're right m- immediately it's always going to be zoro and it's always going to be up? luffy oh. and <laughs> it's i mean we just saw this in thriller bark too where zoro was standing up to kuma the like this is how they like when they originally met him yep. where he was like i'll take the hits like i'll i will take i can't die here like I will take the hits for Luffy. Like, this is our exchange. And then Sanji was like, no, man, I'll do it. Anybody, like, tell everybody I said goodbye, you know, and it was fun, blah, blah, blah. And then Zoro was like, no. And, like, oh. knocks his ass out and is like, anyway, Wonder. as I was saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this, it's Before like... Before I was so rudely interrupted by this scrub. There's still, there's the still the, like... What is their, what is their, like, nickname? It's, like, the something trio, the... the Monster can- the trio. Can- the monster trio, like he is still part of the monster trio, but in terms of it's the monster duo, it, Sanji sometimes. Uh, but it's like in terms <laughs> of like Sanji. in terms of the eleven supernova, yeah, it's not the twelve supernova, it's the eleven supernova, right. and like yeah, there is like definitely uh, a difference in power level there. So yeah, it, this is like that. This whole leading up, I'd say, from Thriller Bark up to up to the end of Saba Odi, it feels like it's that it's the same vein of like we're out of our we're out of our league a bit, you know. You know, Vegeta gets his ass kicked by the two androids and realizes that there's more to it than that. I need to give myself start even... over to an evil possessive demon. Well, no, that's that uh, isn't till uh, Boo. Oh, you're, you're right. You're jumping. <laughs> They they actually do they actually do the wrong thing where they're just like we need to be physically stronger and they train the wrong way which again it feels like very similar here where they're just like we'll be fine we've been progressing this uh, this way this long it's going to take us through and now it's basically like we need to think about our own skills in our own way and what we bring to the table more closely because we were completely eviscerated you know it's like just being strong wasn't enough we were outclassed we were outthought we were outplanned we were outskilled and outmatched in every way like we can punch real hard but beyond that we really don't have a plan and this is where that like we need to think beyond that comes into play and it's 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 a great like thematic moment because yeah from from east blue all the way up till thriller bark it's just been like 
big punch, big punch. Biggest or, you know, it's like, here's, here's, here's like, cool sword, <laughs> new skill, giant chopper, Frankie, you know, it's like strong right. It's like, you know, Robin with the giant wings coming out of nowhere in Thriller Bar. Because it's like, everybody's got these big things as like a show off thing. It's like, but you're just thinking about it as bigger, bigger, bigger. You're not thinking about it in a sense of actually, you know, unifying this stuff. Uh, and there's teases of like, oh, maybe these two people work better together. Like even like Usopp and and uh, Zoro working together. It's just like there's moments of just like actually they complement each other in in some weird ways. And they needed to be thinking about their own skills and growing that, and then how they work well with the rest of the team to support each other because they got ruined. Yeah, it's it's like up until now, it's been Luffy's journey. Everybody's just been along for the ride like they're like yeah i'll drive you to the grocery store you know what i mean but like luffy's the guy who wants to go to the grocery store like everybody else is kind of like he needs them and they acknowledge that but like in terms of like the things that they stumble into it's always been kind of like we'll let luffy take the lead and now it's kind of like we can't change luffy like we're not not gonna punch you know we're gonna keep punching our way out of it but the rest of us are going to punch smarter, not harder. And like before I feel like this, it's like they were kind of like, again, like the Usopp mentality. And I get a punch planner. Yeah. It's like, again, like the Usopp mentality where it's just kind of like, you're kind of along for the ride. You're not sure like what you're getting out of it. You know, a lot of it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I've got my own thing that I want to do, but like, we're mostly doing Luffy's thing. And now it's like, no, we were like committed before, but we're really committed now. Like, and this is where this is where I gotta compliment One Piece again for a lot of different yeah. things is in in so many shows and so many series and in, in be it movies or you know animated series, comic books, manga, anything, novels, it's very rare that we have an honest to goodness, these people don't see each other. Like they're going to be very far away from each other. And they're going to have to be by themselves again. And they haven't been for quite some time. I mean, it's like they've been a team. They've been a family for a while now. And now the family dynamic is broken and shattered and everybody's apart. And they need to re-find out who they are and then figure out where they fit in in the future. It's all about family. And it's it's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge, I mean, it's, you're, you are 100% right. <laughs> Uh, but it's, it's one of those things that I feel like most series are shy from is taking these characters and putting them somewhere else for a while. Yeah, self-care day. We've been in, we, mandatory (laughs) vacation. We have been here, we have been here and in this moment for quite some time, we've let the audience and the cast and, you know, it's like, and the world kind of settle into its place. We need to take you and these people, these characters, and move you out of your comfort zone. And that's what we're about to get into. And I love when it's unapologetic. It's just like, we need to focus on the intimacy of it all. Like, and I don't mean the the huggy, huggy, kissy, kissy intimacy. It's the, like, the introspective stuff. You know, it's like, we need to have these character moments happen. And in One Piece's case, it's these people have been together for a very long time, except for Brooke, poor guy. Uh, <laughs> And it's like, you know, everybody needs to refocus and find out, like, why are you doing this? Why do you care so much? Who are you? 
what do you bring the, to the table and what do you want out of this? You know, it's like beyond because you you're right. Everybody just got swept up in in the leader's mentality. You know, it's like this is the person leading us. I guess they're they're leading us and we're not going to question it too much. Now it's maybe we should question Luffy sometimes. Maybe there's more to it than just him being the captain. Maybe there's we, we have our own stories that need to play out as well. Yeah. And like the first time we kind of get a taste of that is like the previous arc with Usopp, who is just like in the middle of kind of having a breakdown and like an existential crisis of like, why am I here? You know, these guys are complete monsters. I'll, I'll, I'll never survive type mentality. It's kind of the first time where it's like, you know, like a disagreement with the captain to like that degree where it's like, you fight, we're, we're fighting for the ship. Like that it escalated to such a degree. And at, then at the now time, it, it feels like a, a natural progression of Usopp telling these tall tales yes. and them coming true. He yeah. seems to have like a precognition type Whose of fault thing. is it really Usopp? <laughs> maybe, maybe shut, shut up sometimes, mouth. Usopp. Yeah, man. It's like he's the guy who's like, well, it couldn't get any worse than this. And then it starts yeah. raining. And it's like, shut up, dude. Ooh. Dude, bro, come on, yeah. fam. No, 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 no. Yeah. But yeah, but, this and yeah. This this it's heavy. It's it's so it's it's very heavy, right? We've but like Oda has been nursing us on this heavy mentality for the last couple arcs where it's kind of like now we're kind of getting to the juicy bits of this world. We're getting to the juicy narratives of this world. We're, we've met enough people now that, you know, we care about what happens in, in, in terms of the world. Paid attention. Yeah. Like, if you paid attention, Oda told you this was going to happen. Oda never told us the Marines are bad, right? Oda didn't come in and say cops are bad from the get go. What he showed us is how they act, how they've been acting, why they're acting. And we meet people who suffer dearly because of these characters. And so then we make the assumption, we get it, where it's like, no, these guys are bad. These guys are bad. And then now we're finally seeing the full extent of bad. Luffy is coming from like the middle of fucking nowhere Midwest, has never had any real problems in his life. Like he's he's doing okay. And then suddenly is coming to the big, big, big. He's like going to like Washington, D.C. and is like, that's not cool. I don't like this at all. And it's just like it finally kind of like the eye opening of this world um, and our journey as readers and like with the straw hats and everything. It's just this very devastating scene that, you know, needed to happen. Caden has called the scene for a very long time because of all the narratives surrounding it of like the 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 speed run mentality of, you know, all of these things that needed to happen. I hate that it happened. Every time I think about this scene, I cry. As we were talking about it earlier, my, mm -hmm. I had like goosebumps. I was just like, I can see this scene so clearly in my head because it traumatizes me so aggressively. Yeah, the, the, the bubbles, rent free. It's just like, at the same time, it's just so good in the same, like the animation is so good. Like, it's like they are ripping these characters out of your, you know, bloody fingered hands. Yep. Like they're just, they're being completely ripped from you. It's, and it it's, like child, it's like childhood. They're taking your favorite toy from you, but they it's, know that you, you, they know that you uh -huh. need the time away from it. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh -huh. it's good. in it's good in so many <laughs> bad things. Um, and then before we like kind of start wrapping on this, I do want to make a point to say that uh, Kuma whispered to yes uh rayleigh that like something. he's like he, yeah it's kind of like we don't, we don't know what he whispered yet he whispered he whispered something to him 
that prevented Rayleigh from stepping in. Rayleigh just continued to fight Kizaru, but he wasn't like, not these children. Like he didn't Mr. President any of the straw hats, right? <laughs> like they still got yeeted even though he was there. Like he just Mr. Turned- President as a verb. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, get down. Um, but like that's very important. Uh, and then, I don't know. I think the only other thing I can think of that was important that we didn't talk about is um, who owns the slave house. Oh, uh, did we? We did not. We didn't. No, did we kind of glossed over it because it's the same part. It's the same chapter that's important to me where they talk about why Kid has such a high bounty. And it's because he literally has murdered every single like he, he's murdered almost every single person on every island that they hit in the Grand Line. And it's like, what? An <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? That's really fucked up. And like. They just later we find out it's only the marine islands. They drop that. They <laughs> they drop that info and like they just don't ever talk. It was more of like a street cred where it's like, yeah, this guy is hot shit because of this, and then they just don't ever acknowledge it because laws there, and it's like, oh, and this guy's this ass. And, and I'm still to this day like, like rereading while well, Caden's been watching and like rereading this this arc. I'm just like, what do you mean he's killed? Like, that's really fucked up. I didn't remember that at all, and I don't like that at all. And I also, speaking of, of the thing that sparked this conversation, I don't remember that it was revealed that Doflamingo mm-hmm. was the person that was in charge of this auction house. But as everything is starting to unravel, You're still barely met this dude. I hate Doflamingo gets a call from the guy running the, the auction like, hey, stuff's goofed. We How see d- a silhouette, right? Um, I don't. I mean, I th- I don't know if it's I I don't remember. We've met him, oh, right? We we've, we've met him previously, where yeah. everybody, all the uh, warlords were meeting up to talk about crocodile. Yeah, we've seen him right. before. I don't remember in this particular scene if it's just like his glasses or whatever. But uh, he totally ghosts this guy. Like, I am no longer dealing with the slave trade. This is now your issue. Goodbye. In that, he also states because he has bigger fish to fry. Because the seven warlords have been called to engage the Whitebeard pirates. And so yeah. it's like, all right, you deal with this. I, I have other stuff. And that's a big bomb as well. And I can't believe I totally forgot about that. It's if you paid attention during one of like the worst parts of Skypea, uh, Jaya Island, if you remember the crew who was bullying Zoro and Luffy and that whole thing, they're wearing a, a very specific symbol that is the symbol for Doffy, Doflamingo's crew, which is like a, a grinning face with like a, a line through it. Um, and this slave house has that decoration on it all over it so that I you don't totally know. I forgot about that. You don't forget. Mm. I can't forget. I wish I could forget. It's like really like <laughs> already, you know, this guy's like kind of weird. Like every time we've seen him, it's like, I mean, he's got to be like to a level of like, bad because I he's hate, a warlord and then it's I like on top of like bad vibes it's like oh he's just casually like part of his power is just having slave trades and it's like Fuck this guy this guy sucks yeah. not a big fan I, I again i've barely met the dude i've barely met the dude i hate him so much already. i found the frame he's uh he's on a tropical island yeah like with a with a cocktail in hand looking out to the sea just sort yeah. of casually like legs crossed as he is he's like, uh, well, known man, to be oh that, that, sucks. Well, that sucks sucks to be you doesn't it yeah huh 
He's like, good thing I'm now giving you the place that got destroyed. It's your thing now. Congratulations on your promotion. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, I want to I want to say a, a, a quick thing about uh, uh, since we're at that we're like we're we, we're a little long, but I kind of oh. I, I think it's I think yeah I know I think it's uh, I think it's important to note now more than ever because uh, next episode I'm going to get back into predictions. Now, for everybody who's been listening and uh, as I've gone through things and and making my predictions and saying these different things and they them coming true, you know, it's just like uh, I, I'm sure a lot of you're like, "How does she do it?" And the answer is, it's basic storytelling. There is nothing here that you wouldn't you know get in most other things. It's just that Oda sticks to uh, a a certain level of things, and it's very obvious to pick up you know, what he's putting down. And the thing is, and I I see this all the time on social media. I see it on every single thing. It's like, yeah, I saw that coming a million miles away. It's like, good, good. If you don't, then it's a bad story yeah, moment. exactly. There's a twist. Listen, you should feel a twist coming. You shouldn't be able, it's like some, some people would just like, you know, brain off, let the twist take you, but you can feel it inherently. If you've studied, you know, how, how stories are written, how stories are told and, you know, theming and, you know, the tropes and everything like that, you can feel the turn. You can feel when it something is going to happen. It's just this thing that, you know, you, you get the idea of. I overextend into it for the sake of it's fun to do that for me. Especially with this long-running series, it's great to do that. I have a long way to go, and I, I'm sure I've been just off uh, many times with things. But the point is that if you feel the story going away and you feel it in your gut that something is going to happen, even if you can't pinpoint exactly what it is, and then you go, oh, well, yeah, I kind of saw that one coming. It's like, that's not bad. You need to stop treating that as a negative thing. That's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to feel smart. It's it's the storytelling. It's like, good, you picked up on the emotion. You're supposed to feel something from things. And I feel like everybody got this cynical mindset over the last, like, 10, 15 years where it's just like, oh, well, of course this happened because it's, a, it's, it's like, yeah, that's how you can relate to something. And it's a trope for a reason in a lot of different ways. And there's bad tropes and there's good tropes, but it's like, these are bare bones, basic story moments that are happening here. And the people, it, the it, people it, who've complained about predictability. Yeah. You're the reason Game of Thrones sucks, by the way. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's, there's, there's other people to blame for that as well. But anyway, <laughs> But yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right in the sense of just like sometimes you just need to let the story take you. And just because you're you're laying back, your eyes are closed and you're just kind of like floating in the river, you can still feel where the water is taking you and you can feel the direction it's about to go. There is an ebb and a flow to these things. And it's good to let yourself feel those things because that's how you experience a story and let it like you know, let, let yourself enjoy it. You know, it's like there's, of course, being critical about things and that's fine. But, you know, it's like if you can predict something is going to happen, that doesn't mean it's bad or improperly written. In fact, it actually leans toward it being great and properly written because you were able to kind of like understand where the story was going 
Um, and uh, I feel like detective stories do that really well. So it's like, we're going to give you clues. We're not going to tell you who it is. But by the end of it, you'll probably have enough clues to figure out who it is anyway. And that's the good stuff. You too can be a wild theorist no. if you study hard enough. Before like before we do the wrap up, I wanted to ask if if anybody had any. Al, did you have any sort of final thoughts on on the arc as everybody else is giving final thoughts? This island makes me sad. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what what made you happy? Anything make you happy, Al? Um, they went to that theme park for a little bit. I don't think we mentioned that. That was a fun time. Did they do it before? <laughs> did they do it? Did they do it when uh, later? They do it in the. They do it first. Like oh, they they right. they go on a quick tour and then because Hachan's always wanted to go, so they have a really great day before it becomes like their worst day ever. <laughs> Isn't that always how it works? Mm-hmm. Hey, Sh- Shibodi gave me a new wife. I love Shaki. I love her very much. Shaki's the best. I I want to know so much more, and I would love to find out from uh, her voice actress uh, mm. what what she thinks of the character and, and her possibilities and things of that nature. And we'd love to have Elizabeth on the show. Anyway, uh, this ended up being a very dense episode. Uh, when we came into it, we were like, eh, let's see how long, let's see how long <laughs> Only we 20 go. episodes. Yeah. We, we can combine we were, two we were planning this. <laughs> we were originally planning to do this and the next little part together. No. And it's just like, let's, Break it apart. No. And I'm glad we did. I'm, I'm glad we did, too. We gave it some time to breathe. Um, and now we're going to need an extra two weeks to breathe uh, <laughs> until we get into the recovery from this. Where Luffy went. Where where Luffy went? <laughs> where did the boy go? Where did the Luffy where, go? Where go? <laughs> where you go? Where boy be? Oh, my time is soon. Where go that boy? <laughs> There he goes, boy. There he goes, boy. So uh, before we go, we want to give everybody an opportunity uh, to let you know where you can follow them on the social medias. Uh, Al, where can the folks follow you? You can find me at Al McClellan Jr. A-L-M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D-J-R on Twitter and I think Instagram. Uh, hey. But I don't, I don't really use that. But that's it. Caden. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. That's K-D-I-N-J-E-N-Z-E-N. Just my name. And uh, you can also find me on the Rooster Teeth website, K-D-I-N. You can follow me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, at Mark Bidonica. How about you, Captain? You can find me on Twitter at T-E-H-F-L-O-O-D. And on Tumblr is Molly Flood, Molly K Flood. And we have a Yayo Talk Show Tumblr. So if you want some memes, want some fan art, want it on your feed, Follow us on uh, on Tumblr. So going along with how most arcs and sagas have ended, now that you've listened to the episode, you've joined our crew. With that comes the responsibility of telling your friends, leaving a comment, following us on Twitter and Twitch at Yayo Talk Show, and letting Caden watch the show in one piece. So come aboard. And on this day in Grove 12 of the Shibori Archipelago, the Straw Hats were completely and utterly defeated. Talking about One Piece.